I used to produce movies. One critic called them European. I thought they were shit. Bullshit! We do not make B pictures here at Capitol. So it's kind of a psychic political thriller comedy with a heart. But it doesn't make any sense, okay? It's fucking stupid. Okay, there actually has to be something that happens that's actually funny. Now, what is the one thing, if you put it in a movie, it'll be successful? Tits. That is funny. <laughs> I can take you through it, step by step, explaining why your story stinks. But I won't insult your intelligence. There ain't no goddamn taste. Ain't no goddamn motion picture. Why are you still in character? Star, I'm a star, I'm a star, I'm a star. Booty, 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 booty. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Oh my god. I don't want to do a three hour one again. I just, I don't. Folks, you missed it. Before we started recording, uh, I just looked at Rob and just said, What do you think is your favorite type of gun? That was the quality of conversation this we were in. This is going to be eight hours long. The, okay, and do not call it a conversation. This was. As always, you just soliloquizing, like... Did I not ask you a question? I imagine if you had been entirely alone, you would have said the exact same thing out loud. You only base it on the fact that while I was entirely alone in our house... What's it called? And it is our house, after all. You what's do it, not live here yet. What's it called? While I was entirely alone in our house, what's it called? That we... <laughs> have you put down any money towards your rent here yet? Actually, I have. Still not your house. Still not my house. Still not your house either. What's it called? This is God's I, house. I anyway, I God's house. house. It's God's house. Shut anyway, the fuck up. Everything belongs to Hashem. Anyway, what's it called? No, as Rob was like in the bathroom doing whatever Rob does in the bathroom, I was literally just singing. Like, not like, not even quietly. I was singing to myself. Christmas carols. Chris, what's it called? No, I, I would say that's more of a winter song. Winter Wonderland is a Christmas carol. I don't, what, mentions no Christmas. A winter song. I'm not falling down this rabbit hole. Either. What rabbit hole? What? My perfect facts and logic that I just laid out to you that you were clearly triggered by? I'm really not looking forward to you living here. I really wish you I wish we were recording this in like a video format just so you could see there is a huge energy difference right now between the two of us. I'm very tired. Rob is very tired and desperately drank a 12 ounce Red Bull trying to trying to move the needle on that at all barely realizing that he basically just drank two Diet Mountain Dews which is not which is not like two diet two cans roughly worth of caffeine of Diet Mountain Dew that you don't understand what I'm saying. You, but you are autistic for soda. <laughs> You know entirely too much about the different sugar and caffeine contents of various soda and energy products. Well, it was a 12-ounce Red Bull, sugar-free, so you're still getting zero sugar, which is good because you won't get the crash, but you're only looking at about 113 milligrams of caffeine, which isn't nothing, but, I mean, like, buddy, you Matt, could... Matt, what? Matt, will you please, will you please <laughs> suck my dick... <laughs> Because at least while you're doing that, there will be something in your mouth to shut you up. Literally, literally nothing can stop me. Watch, I'm going to be like a ventriloquist. I'm going to drink water and talk. You ready for this? No, because you're in my room and I do not want you spitting water all over the <laughs> Spit water. I told you what I was going to do. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to take a sip and hopefully and hopefully you can you can make me not laugh. Because if you do, Matt, you don't need any encouragement to laugh. You're a pig. You're a pig 
telling your dominatrix, wow, I hope you don't twist my nipple right now. I really hope you don't twist my nipple. That would be the worst thing in the world. All prepared to just spurt everywhere the moment a clamp is applied to that juicy red man hooter. That's what we're calling it. That's the scientific term. A dudiola. Oh man, yeah. A bripple, which a, is a portmanteau of bro and a nipple. nipple. A it bripple. doesn't work as well as dudiola. I well, like dudiola. Dudiola was honestly, you elicited a genuine reaction of revulsion and interested me. Let me tell you something, Bobby. Oh my god, let's see how this goes. You ready, folks? Yeah. We're, this, this is called Matt drinks water. I did literally nothing. You cracked yourself up. You just. You wanted to laugh. You were desperate to laugh. You haven't been able to swallow your... Oh, God, he spit it back into the cup. He, folks, he spit it back into the cup. Took a sip of water, started laughing, when nothing... When no... Just started cackling, like, choking down his water based on no outside stimulus. I'm crying! I don't yeah. know. Oh, my God! Oh man, what are the this is gonna be our greatest episode. I'm saying right now, I, hands down. I already pray for death. <laughs> I have spent all day, I, I legit actually spent all day filming a movie Ooh. outdoors. I know for I what? A, it's a porno. Um, did I tell you what I did today? I watched, I wasn't done talking about my day. Wait, I, let me tell you real quick though. It's very quick. You don't know how to have a conversation. We're having a conversation right now. No, you're interrupting me. What? Uh, potato, potato. Go ahead. No, I don't want to. What? It's been ruined, Matt. What? No, nothing's been ruined. No, you were filming in Porto. Okay, well, well okay. Well, we're, I'm, I'm going to move on, but you also don't get to talk about your day. That's... What? I'll, I'll fit it in somewhere. Folks, hello and welcome <laughs> to You're Gonna Hate It. This is a film podcast where I suffer the slings and arrow of this... Fucking goober. Just the worst thing to happen to me or to humanity since I'm going to say God drowned the earth and killed all but Noah and his folk. Like, that was pretty bad. But other than that, after that, you know, all all the sins of man, of, of Hitler, of the guy who shot John Lennon, yeah. of uh, yeah, uh, 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 Harry Davis Jr., <laughs> what joke were you going for there? Were you trying to say Sammy Davis Jr.? I don't know why that's the guy you were going for. And I don't I don't know how you got to Harry Davis Jr. Gotta remember the first thing took a guess. And it was an wh- Why was that even the guy you were going for? Why oh, no, he's a funny guy, you only have one eye. It's a film podcast where every week one of us assigns the other one a movie that we think they're going to hate. And my name is Rob. My name is Mike Concho. Evil. <laughs> remember Just that? evil. Remember, remember? Shut the fuck up. I'm going to get out of this chair and beat you to death with it. I'll be laughing the whole time. All day out in the sun, <laughs> just getting come on by teams of Japanese and Czech men. I've got a weird mask tan oh, now. Oh man, like, that—that's the worst when you're. I look white. like I look like a raccoon because different patches of my you face do. are red and white. No, like a red panda. Yes, 
I have a very strange, uneven tan for being outside in the sun with a mask on all day. You know they're actually monkeys, technically? Do you know that if you apply enough pressure to a person's <laughs> Adam's apple, that you can just destroy their throat? Did you know that they're not actually monkeys and that I lied to you? So this week, <laughs> our first movie... I think they're foxes. ...is Ridley Scott's science fiction horror film Alien from 1979. Roll that trailer. Thank you. You do. It's a, it's a five, it's seven and a half. We're two men with large domes. We do. We got some big heads between us. Yeah. You know, Four of them. Four of us. Yeah. I don't like that joke. I'm sad. I'm upset with myself. Oh, penises. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the ones in your shirt. They can't see my shirt, Matt. Rob is Rob. Rob yeah, it was covered in water. <laughs> I have the giggles. So, uh, audition with Scott. Audition by... This movie, This episode is going to be five fucking hours long. I need to be up again tomorrow to, to get come on by just teams of twinks. Exactly. Exactly, yes. By... What's it, do twinks do the coming? I think they get fucked. I haven't watched that much of it, but I think that's what happens. I saw the guy... Remember the guy... The gratatata swag bitch. He was in a gay porno, and I watched that one because it was pretty funny to watch him. Be I genuinely, I genuinely don't know what you're talking about. Now. You don't know that guy? I'll show it to you afterwards. And I don't want to watch your gay porno, Matt. What's it called? Why not? I, because I've spent all day working in the gay porno mines. 
I've got I've got cum long, which is my gay porno version of black long because I set this joke in a mine for some reason. That's what I'm gonna do. When I become a lawyer, I'm just gonna work with porn actresses to get them uh, uh, reparations for cum long. I want to die. I want to die. I just. I want to just go to sleep and never wake up. So audition. What the fuck do you keep saying audition? This is so we watched this movie together. This is this is one of my favorite movies, but it is it is a very deliberately paced atmospheric movie. Like you kind of really have to be paying attention to it. It's not like you know it's a horror movie, but it's not like. You know, it's yeah. not Evil Dead, where it's just a loud, like, Looney Tunes-esque movie where there's just splatter happening every five seconds. It's like, it's like a 70s character, not character, but like a 70s movie about just, you know, some working class stiffs just doing a job. Very understated and naturalistic and, you know, detail-oriented. Mm-hmm. You kind of got to be paying attention. And the experience <laughs> of watching this movie with you was like the experience <laughs> of having a conversation with you, because it was just... You talking the whole time about like, hey, remember I got you a phrenology book for your birthday, and I called you Big Rob because it would be funny if your mom saw a package that had Big Rob on it. And, oh, what happened? Is he gonna die right now? Yo, that guy is a pimp, dude. Yafet Koto stone pimp. He almost died. Did you know that? <laughs> I think I said that fact like five times. Yes. yes. Hmm. And also, there's just times that I just be on my phone and then just be like, wait, what? <laughs> yes. Is that how you watch all movies? No, not all movies, just some movies. I don't entirely <laughs> believe you. I have trouble imagining you paying attention. I paid attention to 13 Ghosts. That's somehow worse. Somehow the worst answer you could have given. I literally I literally was like, oh, okay, I got a few hours. Let me sit down. And I sat down in total science, silence. Science. <laughs> I, almost, I almost feel like we should talk about your movie first because we're in, we're in a much better headspace for 13 Ghosts than Alien. Yeah. But we're not going to. Okay, so audition. I don't like this bit. It's like, why? Why not? All right, so Alien from 1979. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because, again, this is one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I am genuinely really excited to talk about it. This is a movie that I really I really love. You know, it's... I love, like, schlubby 70 movies. I love horror movies. And I love, like, you know, grimy, dystopian sci-fi movies. And this is all of those. I can still see my spit in this cup. I'm still gonna drink it. But, yeah, no, it was all of those. It had a really good vibe. It did. It gen- It has a this like this movie is genuinely just kind of a vibe. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it's terrible vibe. Oh. Like, yeah. A vibe I was very happy to be watching and not living in. One of one of the of all of the things of all of the various like lives and universes and eventualities depicted on film. This is the one one of those that you would least want to be a part of. Yeah. But, yeah. It reminded me a lot of like of like when I was in college and like and I would be like drunkenly walking to go buy like black and milds and drank reverse energy drink yes. at the Exxon at the bottom of the exorcist steps and I would be in at like two in the morning walking down the exorcist steps and just being like everyone is mad at me nobody loves me I'm alone in this world it had very much those kind of vibes kind of yeah I mean it, the like the overarching sense of the movie in is, the rain is definitely like 
the world does not really care yeah. about you. Like, yeah. Like one of one of the most famous move, moments from the movie is just you know the scene with you know where where, Rip, where Ripley goes to mother. Uh, excuse me. The computer on board the ship and is just kind of like, hey, what's happening here? And the the ship kind of the ship basically tells her like, oh yeah, you're you're all expendable. Yeah. Like we don't actually care about the crew. Like we really just want this alien. You guys were you're basically just. You're a bunch of dead meats. No. Your yeah. entire you are irrelevant to the larger story of this movie. They're um you know what they are? Basically, the ship is already on a course, and really, they're just they're just it's it's like it's like it's like you pop a few crickets in a terrarium. You know what I mean? Right? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The crickets you didn't buy the crickets to, to be your pet, right? right? Yeah, the crickets are to are the living creatures that feed your pet. Right? Right. You know? Yeah. Look at that. So, I want to talk a little bit about, about the development of this movie, just because I like doing that. And also because I think it, it kind of is an, a useful way to unpack why this movie works so well. Do you develop film? It's, so, that's not what I was talking about. I was not talking about the chemical process of replicating light and moving images on film stock, although that is, yes what that process is known as it is known as developing film what i meant was the larger like process of bringing this creative project to fruition okay you cannot see matt's shit-eating grin right now (laughs) nor can you see the just simultaneous disdain and bloodlust i feel like i must be evincing right now it's one of those things where i'm just really walking right up to the edge here because i'm just like because i'm just like listen if you attack me right now i am not going to be able to fight back or do anything to defend myself because i'm going to be laughing so hard you could literally do anything to me so it's really a precarious situation i'm in much like the crew of the nostradamus found themselves god nostromo i was close one's a word one's not so, basically, the, 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 there are a number of screenwriters on this movie, but mm-hmm. the, the, the guy who sort of initially started, Dan O'Bannon, basically... <laughs> what? Dan O'Bannon? I did not anticipate that being a laugh line for you. Sorry, what, sorry is it Dan O'Bannon or is it Dan O'Bannon? So, his first name is Dan. Okay. His last name is O'Bannon. Dan, Dan O'Bannon. So, the thing that I forgot is that Matt just being reminded of an ethnicity <laughs> is, to him, a punchline. Dan O'Bannon! Hey, remember Irish people exist? It's just, it's just, it's just, like, I'm sorry. Yes, just, there's a little bit of rhyming alliteration in there. I know, it's sorry. It sounds like, it sounds like, it sounds like a swear that a leprechaun would make. I'm sorry. Just, just if you took its pot of gold, it would say, Dan O'Bannon! I'm sorry. Folks, I'm going to take this moment to apologize to the Irish community. Up the raw as always. Continue. I'm going to shoot you out of an airlock. <laughs> I'm going to build a spacecraft solely so that I can eject you into the icy void of outer space. You never okay. could. I'm Ripley. Imagine me, imagine me wearing that thing she's wearing at the end. I'm going to turn you into an icicle floating through the void. Just floating the wood forever with like a soy face on. There will be no soy face where you're going. I will absolutely be soy facing. In space, no one can hear you soy face. Wait, is that from this movie? Yeah, that that was the tagline for this movie. In space, no one can hear you scream. 
They can ship. Well, not in space. But they, she never went. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. All right, so what did Dan O'Bannon do? So, uh, I already feel defeated. <laughs> so ba- basically, he he had like a number of different ideas floating around, mm-hmm. like. Like he he had written like a sci- like a, a sort of like a sci-fi comedy <clears throat> that a dark star that had been at like oh, okay. initially like been directed by John Carpenter <clears throat> was he you know, like a like a famed B movie director oh wait this is like an actual movie that got made yeah 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 oh okay I, it's not a Carpenter movie I have seen mm. but it's apparently it's one of like Carpenter's more comedic movies and like you know he, he there was there was an alien in it which they like the way they constructed the alien prop was they literally just like drew shit on a beach ball mm-hmm. um and good. yeah yeah which is you know i i oh, can... it's play i think that's playing on prime right now i have it i have it saved on my uh okay on my watch list yeah. there you go but basically like while while dan o'bannon was watching his film you just you gotta roll with it man. okay I, I, i'm trying very hard i yeah. apologize walt o'bannon if I, does it help if i just use his last name no it's worse oh, jesus christ okay walt d-o-b was just well, well, Dobbs, Mr. Dobbs, Mr. Dobbs. Basically, like he he saw this and was like, you yeah, know, what if we made a movie where the alien didn't look like shit? Hmm. <laughs> Pretty good, yeah. And so, sort of like had had that idea floating around there, like I would like to make a movie about like a cool alien, basically. Which is just now that I say it out loud, is not the most interesting like point of germination for this movie. But no, like, there been have there been a cool alien before this? Um. I think this was certainly a high point. Yeah. But, like, look, absolutely. I mean, there's a reason that, like, the, like, alien xenomorph from this movie has been, like, you could build a franchise around it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But, like, certainly, like, there had been, like, interesting extraterrestrials in movies before. Probably... Like what? I mean, 50s sci-fi is, like, chock full of but they're all, like, goofier. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah exactly. That's what I mean. And I don't yeah. know about all, but, like, pro- the prototypical, like... Sci-fi alien was something you know again just goofier. Yeah, you know? no, no, no alien I've ever seen in a film before this. I'd be like, oh man, that's unsettling and that's scary. I'd just be like, I'd just be like, I can beat that guy up. Yeah, and I mean this this is much like those, just a guy in a suit, but it's like yeah. a truly intimidating one. It is a, it is a, it is a. It's not just a guy in a suit. It is a like six foot ten, seven feet tall in the suit. Like Nigerian twenty six year old. Basically, they they put a basketball player yes. in, in a in a suit designed literally off yeah. of a night terror. Yeah, they literally saw this dude in a bar and was like, "Oh my god, look at his fucking arms!" Okay, yeah, yeah he's the guy because they were just like, "No human has arms like that." So they went up to him and said that, and then they were like, "You you're a freak. You want to be in a movie?" And then he was like, "Okay, not did didn't do the accent." Right. So ba- basically, cancel me. Basically, so O'Bannon had this sort of, just, you know, like, kernel of an idea in the back of his mind, and got hired to do, like, script rewrites on, uh, on a, on an initial, like, attempt to develop Dune Mm -hmm. into a, into a film, which was, there's this actually really great documentary about this attempt, like, the first attempts to get Dune made, called Mm -hmm. Yodorowsky's Dune. Oh, I've 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 heard of this. I've never seen it. Before. Yeah, so there was this this filmmaker Alejandro Jodorowsky, who was this like very, like strange like I believe, I want to say Spanish, but now that I say that, that might be wrong. But uh, but a, he was a director of like acid trip art mm. films, mm. like The Holy Mountain and like uh, Santa Sangre, like very like 
Oh, that's another one on my watch list, yeah. Yeah, like, very famous, like, mi- like just trippy fucking out there midnight movies. Italian. Isn't Santa Sangre Italian? No, I believe it's set in Mexico, but I could be wrong about that. But no, no, no. he's definitely, f- like, either Spanish or from La- Latin he's, America. He's some sort of European. Or, or I, not. I'm not mis- like, he could be Latin American. I, I should know, but I cannot remember off the top of my head. I I'll look it up. Look- you keep talking. No, just, it's not important. Let's just have the conversation. Okay, we yeah. can have a conversation. Yeah. I mean, it's up to you, I guess. But- <laughs> But, and he had this, he wanted, like, he, you know, he read the novel Dune, which is just, like, simultaneously super goofy, but, like, also kind of, like, very, like, 60s-influenced kind of trippy, like, sci-fi novel, and was like... Have you read it? It's on my bookshelf right over there. I have. I've read the first, like, three or four Dune novels. They're, like... Man, they are... That could, I mean, that's almost a murder weapon. It's, I mean, it's, it's thick, but it's also, like, it's... It's like it's like double spaced too. Oh, pfft. yeah. Best one, best way to do it. Yeah, um, it's not as thick as it looks, but it, it's like the it's one of those novels where like there are a lot of cool ideas floating around in there, but like also the prose sucks ass, and like it's like just like terminally just again just like goofy and embarrassing. Like it's one of those things that simultaneously kicks ass and is like and sucks ass at the same uh-huh. time. You know, like me. It is a land of contrasts. Oh, like yes. me. Yes, absolutely. Um, but anyway, so this, uh, so Yodorowsky does this like years long attempt, like to make this like extremely ambitious, like extremely visionary, like adaptation of Dune. That is like he brings in all these people, gets really deep into the production process. You know, has all this like uh, like concept art all laid out. Has a whole cast ready to go. He's gonna have. Salvador Dali play the emperor of the universe in the movie. What? Yeah, it, it was going to be a wild fucking film. Um, and you could, like, it was, again, they, like, came so close to actually getting made, but it was such an ambitious thing that had never really been done before. Like, it was, like, sci-fi was still, like, it was, at this time, still, like, a major gamble, something that you spent, like, cheap money on. Like, yeah, which is why which is why in the past it all just looked, like, goofy. Right, yeah, yeah. because it was, you know, sort of automatically a B-movie. Like, sci-fi was not something that we were going to spend money on because we know it's not going to really make a whole lot of money. Like, yeah. I think the best-selling sci-fi movie up until that point had been, like, well, 2001, but that's kind of something different. Like, yeah. that's defi- that's almost more of an art yeah. movie. Yeah, and then by 79, I guess you have Star Wars. But, yeah, that's that's the thing. So, But this is... Yodorowsky's Dune was pre-Star Wars. So, oh, okay. Like, the biggest sci-fi movie, like, real, like, sci-fi movie, not 2001 up until that point, I think it was, like, Planet of the Apes, which is, like, like again, like, an... An unusual, okay, yeah. like an unusually successful B movie, yeah. basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's it's a well made movie, but it's you know it's written by yeah. Rod Serling. It kind of feels yeah. like an overlong episode of the Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and also it's like I mean I guess I see how it's sci fi, but like I don't think of it as like a sci fi movie. I and, guess, and that's like the best selling sci fi yeah. movie. Like, yeah. so so again, Yodorowsky has this like hugely ambitious idea for Dune all mapped out, like it is all ready to go, and then the funding falls through because they're just like we. We're, no one is ready to spend that much money mm-hmm. on this. But, like, you see, like, because, again, because the, the, all of the ideas were mapped out, all the concept art was there, like, you see, like, elements of it, like, popping up all over the place in all these other movies. Like, there's, again, in this documentary, Yodorowsky's Dune, you see, like, side-by-side comparisons of, like, the Imperial Troopers he was going to use for Dune, which just are st- Stormtroopers from yeah. Star Wars. Like... Mm-hmm. And he had this guy, H.R. Geiger, who was the sort of famous, like... Made the counter. <laughs> yes. Did he no. actually? No. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. No. It's spelled differently. Unrelated. But he... 
he was sort of a dude who was famous for like like nightmare art basically he was mm. a dude who suffered from like term like bad recurring night terrors mm. and would just like draw the shit that he saw in his night terrors and it's pretty disturbing stuff it sounds like a pretty weak man <laughs> But anyway, so he had all this concept art for some of the like the more horror elements of Dune that if that's Dan O'Bannon sees when he's working on the like the draft of the Dune screenplay mm-hmm. that then gets lifted into Alien and becomes like the actual design of the alien ship and and the actual Xenomorph. Of the alien ship? That they discover on the planet. Oh, okay. And and the xenomorph. Oh yeah. So, yeah. That's so, one of my favorite scenes is when they like yeah, like, 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 cause that's what it really looked like. Cause like, I like, uh, I'm on Twitter and sometimes I see this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever see, um, uh, uh Alex J. Brady? I, it sounds familiar, but all the Twitter people kind of blend together. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's, it's this woman that does like, uh, like, like, yeah, like basically sounds like does like a lot of this stuff and like, yeah, like, 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 like very clear. I was like, oh, now I see what she's been influenced by because like, yeah, like this is right. like, 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 I mean, like, that's the thing. It's just like. It's like if this movie, like, 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 just shit like that. Like, I would look at just pictures of it. Like, that was like, like, you're talking about all this concept art, and all I can think of after I'm trying to remember these names, but I'm running into the problem that is my brain. Yeah. What's it called? Where it really is just like a Homer Simpson hamster wheel, just trying its best here. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? I got a Pinto, buddy. But no, but like, just trying to remember it because yeah, I like looking at that shit, and that shit was cool. <laughs> there you go. But anyway, so so O'Bannon is working on on Dune and basically sees Geiger's art and this idea, all these ideas. It's Geiger. G i g e r. G i g. It's not spelled like the counter. That's not Geiger. Let's not get bogged down. Okay, here. but I not have no, I have notes. I have okay. notes. Anyway, he sees Geiger's art and all these ideas he has floating around in his head just sort of snap into place suddenly. He's like, okay, that's the alien I want to make a movie about. He's, he'd also had these other ideas sort of floating around about, like, basically he had, like, the first 30 minutes of Alien already kind of written in his head. He just liked the idea of a movie about, like, people getting woken up on a spaceship because they've encountered a distress, like, what they think is a distress signal. They go down to a planet and find out it's actually, a like, a stay-away warning signal, but mm-hmm. they don't know that yet. He's like, I don't really know where to go with there, from there with that. But, he, again, he sees the Alien art. He's like, okay, I know it's about that Alien I also had he also had this idea in the back of his head about like a movie set on a like a, a flying fortress in World War II. Ooh! But you know the the initial like I, um, but about like because you know they're they're like the way the the thing that like the idea of gremlins originally yeah. came from is that pilots would report like you know like urban legends basically that pir- pilots would tell each other about like gremlins getting on the plane and, yeah, like, and fucking Foo with... fighters and stuff like yeah. that yeah basically like mysterious things fucking with planes while they're out on missions so basically mm-hmm. he had like you know this like claustrophobic thriller set on a plane where like the plane is breaking down there's some mysterious force at work like fucking with the plane fucking yeah. with the people on the plane it's like okay fuck the plane that is also the sci-fi movie and he, so he, all this stuff just comes together and he's like okay that's the movie it's about people responding to a distress signal, encountering this alien that we're going to just steal from Dune because Dune isn't happening. We'll take that artwork, put it in there, and it's then about these, you know, just flyboys on this mission getting fucked with in this claustrophobic environment. That's the movie right there. It all kind of snaps into place for him. And then, so he goes to, I think, Fox. Um, no, no, he goes to Walter Hill. 
who previous director of uh, Red Heat. Oh, but obviously this is earlier. Yeah, but Walter. Oh yeah, he's the guy that you were freaked out about. Yeah, because because he was you know he was a known like filmmaker. Like Red Heat was one of his worst movies, but he like ah, debatable. <laughs> but he he made went on to make like The Warriors and Forty Eight Hours. Yeah, and had like written and Red Heat. And Red Heat, yeah. Yeah, all same, great movies. Same quality as the rest. Absolutely. But, yeah. I love The Warriors, by the way. That's a great movie. I had The Warriors video game as a kid. Okay. And it is immensely violent. Right. I remember, like, in this game, you just, like, yeah, you just, like, stab people and hit people with bricks and shit like that. I remember just being, like, right, right, you know, and I guess, like, all the Warriors, like, it never really hit me, like, they're all basically just, like, teenagers. Running there was like, man, it would probably be a way bigger deal if you stab someone as a teenager. But I don't know. What do I know? It's seventy. It's cool, New York. It's the New York everyone wants to go back to. Yes. So anyway, so, I would be a baseball fury. So and so at this point, Walter Hill was primarily a screenwriter, but it just started like a production company of his own with a couple mm-hmm. other guys. Yep. King of the Hill Enterprises. Oh, Brandywine. But what the hell is a Brandywine? So O'Bannon, I, I think O'Bannon actually had a writing partner in his draft, but we're just we're rolling through it. He, yep, br- he yep. brings it. I was the writing partner. There you go. He okay. brings it to Hill, like a, a Hill and he, Walter think, Hill. Walter Hill. Yeah. Walter Hill and one of his partners, they take a they take another couple passes on the on the screenplay. Basically, their their big thing is this is a movie. The way they they described, they took the, like the plot basis. That like you know obviously O'Bannon and his partner would come up with it and kind of give it the they like figure out the vibe of it like okay we've got this plot but the way that we want this movie to feel is it's about truckers in space mm-hmm. because I think that's part of what works so well about this movie it is it's like it's about like working stiffs yeah yeah like I I I, I have to give Ebert credit on this for he's he's one of the guys who pointed this out but like most thrillers like this are about like very young people mm-hmm. like everyone in this movie with the exception of Sigourney Weaver and Veronica Cartwright they're all like f- in their 40s yeah like everyone in this movie feels like they have been around the block a few times even just by casting older you give it the, the a totally different feel than like yeah. most other thrillers like, yeah like, these people, they seem experienced, they seem a little worn down, you know, they have, again, they've just been around the block, they have yeah. seen shit, you yeah. know? Yeah, 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 they're not like, they're not like, they're not freaked out to walk into the, like, the dark ship by themselves, because they're like, they're, 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 they're like, I'm gonna ship by myself a million fucking times, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, when, when the ship breaks down, it's not like panic, it's like, ah, fuck, not yeah. again. Yeah, you got, yeah, no, I mean, no, there's this brilliant scene where, 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 where they're like, alright, how long do you think it'll take you to fix it? Right, and they're like, uh, ah, shit, how long do you think it'll take us to fix it? Right, and the guy goes, eh, 17 hours, and he goes, it'll take us 25 hours. You know what I mean? Which, yeah. like, which like, as someone that's like, yeah, as someone that, you know, I mean, we've both been working stiffs at our time, but someone's just like, yeah, you always go up, you know? Yeah. Right, right, but it's such a, it's such like a throwaway line, but it's such a perfect, like, like yeah, like, and I, and I know what you mean. Like, like, if this is all, like, because, like, I mean, who's probably the youngest person in this casting? Probably It's it's Weaver. It's Weaver? And how, yeah. I, I, I want you about, like, 25 in this, 26? I think she, I think she was 29. Veronica 29, Cart- yeah. Okay. Veronica Cartwright was, I think, 30. Yeah. But she had also... So one of the interesting things about this, Veronica Cartwright had actually been, like, in more movies. Mm-hmm. Weaver was, like, almost... I, I don't know exactly where her career was at at this point, except that she was very new. I don't yeah. think this was her first movie, mm-hmm. but I think it was basically her first starring role. Mm-hmm. And so for a lot of this movie, Ridley, like, shot the rehearsals 
And he would use, like, rehearsal footage in the movie because Weaver was much less experienced than everyone and would kind of, like, fuck stuff up sometimes. And people, like, actors would get pissed at her. And so you can see in this movie, like, they're, like everyone is kind of low-key pissed at Weaver yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Which is, like, kind of the vibe that they were going for. Like, Weaver is simultaneous, like, or Ripley is, like, simultaneously, like, kind of the most competent character. But, like, because of that, because she keeps insisting on, like, you know, we need to follow procedure. Like, yeah. If you don't, everything is going to go to shit, and they don't, and everything goes to shit. Yeah. So everyone is kind of constantly annoyed with her. Yeah. And so there's this interesting tension simultaneously in that she's, like, simultaneously the most competent... But also the youngest and, you know, a woman. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, the movie does not over overstate any of that. It's yeah. just this this note that's present in the chorus. Like, yeah. it doesn't slam on it at any point. It's just there, and if you're paying attention for it, like, you hear it. Yeah. But, like, one of the interesting things in the, like, the Hill drafts of the screenplay is that, like, they had a thing at the beginning that was, like, they identified each character solely by name. They're like, we don't, it doesn't matter what race or gender any of these people are. They're all defined solely through action. Yeah. So, like, in the screenplay, like, no one had any backstory. No one even had, a, again, just a race or a gender. Yeah. And so when they went about casting it, like, Scott could do whatever he wanted with it. And, like, wrote, like, little personal histories for each character. But, like, they figured out a lot of, he figured out a lot of it with the characters. Like, mm -hmm. we know you are the person who does these things. Like... We need to find, like, a backstory for you that fits with these actions. But, like, there was a lot of room for, like... Again, a lot of this movie is, like, the like the actual, like, character interactions in it is very naturalistic and yeah. understated. Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, like, like, everyone is, like... There's not a lot of, um... Ah, fuck. What do they call when, like, you know, when, like, when, like, when... when, when like, like, for instance, like, 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 where I'd be like, Rob, you know we've known each other for yeah, years. There's, and there's the no pod. exposition. Exactly, yeah. Like, it because is, why the fuck would there be? Like, yeah, again, everyone is defined... Through action. Yeah. And through... So, not just through act. Through action, through voice. Like, yes. everyone in this movie has a very specific voice. Yeah. Like, everyone talks slightly different. Like, Harry Dean Stanton, Yafet Kodo, who are the, like, the like the true working stiffs. Like, yeah. they have no speciality beyond just... They're the dudes who keep the ship Yeah, they're running. like a maintenance guys, basically. Yeah. 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 Like, they have a very specific, like... Like, kind of, like... Union broy exactly yeah voice like yeah Tom Skerritt has this kind of like dickish authoritarian voice like mm -hmm. you know he's he's the most experienced but also the most arrogant in a way yeah, yeah. like uh, Veronica Cartwright is yeah. like you know she's kind of you know she's she's a little she's the navigator so she's yeah. like a she's yeah. a little panicky yeah um, Ash the guy who ends up being the android is yeah. like you know he speaks in a way that is very precise that it, yeah. at the time you think it's kind of because he's just maybe a prick. Yeah, turns, yeah, or like a nerd, right? Because he's yeah. the science officer. But then yeah. when he turns out he's an android, it's like, oh yeah, okay. yeah. And Sigourney Weaver has this like very like again she has Ripley has this way of speaking that's like very like imposter syndrome. I don't think it's that. It's yeah. No, I'm no, I'm just being a dick. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like she. She, again, she is the most confident, but she also knows that no one thinks she's the most confident. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, she's, that, and that's, she's the third officer, so she's, like, the warrant officer, so she's, like, third in the line, which is about, like, considering the crew, she's about halfway. But but she's she's also, when, it's she's the person who, when 
uh, Dallas, the captain, is off the ship, she's in charge. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I think Ash might technically outrank her, but, like, has, like, a very specific yeah. bailiwick. Yeah. Like, he's in charge of all, like, science-based decisions, but, like, kind of just that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But He's like the ombudsman. And that's, but that, that's also, like, the third way characters are defined is just through performance. Yeah. Like, everyone, because the, the performances are so naturalistic and so understated, like, everyone can kind of just bring, like, actual characterization just, because they're not just spewing exposition at each other. Like, their, their dialogue is very just, like... I'm talking how I would talk, and I'm acting how I would act. Yeah. And they can just kind of, because they tired seven incredibly talented actors, mm-hmm. they can just kind of imbue, and because the movie takes its time, like, they're just, they're not just hitting action beat after action beat. Yeah. Like, there's some room to just kind of hang out and talk a little bit. Yeah, what's it? It's like, uh, what is it? It's like an hour and a half movie? No, it's a, it's a full two hours. It's a full two hours? Yeah. But, but what do you think, but, but what do you think? It takes probably at least, what, half an hour, 40 minutes until, like, we get, like, actual, like, alien. Yeah, the movie is very deliberately paced. Yeah. And, like, so, I think it takes, like, a half hour for them to even get to the planet. Yeah. Like, it's not until, like, halfway through the movie that the alien even shows up. Yeah. And it's not like the, the early scenes are devoid of tension or anything. No. Like, again, because, like, but it is a slow burn. Yeah. Like, because the, the movie is so focused on just, like, atmosphere and... Yeah. And just sort again, just sort of, like, the the grunt work of all these working stiffs like yeah it feels very lived in this feels more like a almost more like a almost like french connection like 70s very lived in thriller than like a post star wars like blockbuster thing yeah exactly and, like the, the existence of star wars is very important to the existence of this film because initially this is going to be like a real small budget type thing because all sci-fi movies were yeah and then star wars came out and the Alien script was literally just the one sci-fi script that Fox had lying around. And they are like, we need something set on a spaceship. Clearly yeah. people love spaceships. Here's, you know, $40 million or whatever the budget ended up being. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. After it was initially supposed to be like $4 million, Yeah, exactly, you know? yeah. And, and then they could come out. Because, like, I really, the thing that, like, because, look, I don't usually go all out for set design and shit mm-hmm. like that. I'm not that up. You know, I'm not that savantish, let's say. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not that, uh, let's say, analytical. And let's put some parentheses around that if you get my drift. What's it called? That I think, no, that's anti-Semitism. Anyway, not important. Point is, what's it called? But, like, bro, like, like, like the fucking set design for this is, like, it's yeah. very, like, 70s sci-fi, right? And, like, early 80s sci-fi. But it is so fucking cool looking. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, there like, is a reason that every sort of sci-fi <clears throat> horror movie... That came after this has just been aping this. Yeah, yeah. Every sci-fi horror movie, and even like, and even like sci-fi like horror type like video games, like all that shit. Yeah. Like, like, like this is why this is this is to like this sci-fi is a, horror that like the French Connection is the cop movies. I mean, this is this is a movie where it's like every movie that came after this in this genre is either consciously copying this movie or consciously attempting to not copy this movie exactly it is a, it is a definitional movie where there is a before and yeah. after yeah and 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 this is like i mean like it's it, it, it was insane watching it because like i was like watching it you know being a dickhead you know mm-hmm. right and riling rob up and you know eating too much eating too much chinese food but like but 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 we're watching this and it's, i'm just kind of like and that's the thing i just had this reaction of just like man like what a what a what an absolutely just like just lovely movie like like, yeah. like just hitting every like literally bro like 
like, 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 like I was like, I, I think I literally said while we were watching, like, God, that fucking set design, that's perfect, that's so cool. Right, because, like, I mean, it's... The art, everything. Because it kind of, like, the actual ship, the Nostromo, yeah. kind of perfectly marries, like, they're kind of two, like, schools <clears throat> of design for sci-fi movies. Like, there's at least, like, again, it, like, basically post-2001. Yeah. Because 2001 kind of sets a bar... Where it's, like, everything is extremely clean, extremely precise, like, kind of based off, like, you know, the, like, the Apollo idea of space travel, where everything is, again, like, just NASA deep cleaned, just, like, white and perfect, you mm-hmm. know? Like, just, mm-hmm. and it looks like, you know, a, 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 an ideal version of the future. Yeah. But also, like, incredibly detailed and just, like, they're, like, they're, the, this, the mise-en-scene is just absolutely crammed with... Stuff that you don't know what it does, but it, it seems clear that everything is supposed like has some function. Yeah, like the the every scene is crammed full of like buttons and pipes and doodads, but they also seem intentionally placed. Yes, like you look at it and are like, this is this is a, a an industrial thing that is clearly and purposefully constructed, but also designed in a way where it's clear like. They need a real economy of design. Like yeah. just, it's just there's not a lot of space, so everything is just crammed full of yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, no, and that. But it yeah. marries that like precision and detail oriented like two thousand one thing. Yeah. With the like the the Star Wars thing, which kind of went in an opposite direction, where it's like everything feels like it's on its last legs. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, yeah. it has been beat up and it's yeah. dusty and dirty yeah. and like held together with duct tape. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because basically these people are all employed by this like um this like nefarious like big corporation. Well, you, you don't know that it's nefarious. You just know again. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, but, it start, it, when it starts off it's just they're they're dudes working for the company. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and that's the thing. I work for like you know, you know, you know and I know you do too, right? But I'll speak for my experience, you know. I would never speak for you, baby, right? Right? But speaking for my experience, like I work for like a big like I well, I should take just looking at the design of this world, you know there's some nefarious shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, you know something's wrong here. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, right? But but like but like but like you know like I work for like a big company. And that's the thing. Is that like is it like I know what like I know what like the basement of our store looks like. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's the thing. Yes, it is all like yes, like 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 that idea of like that idea of like okay, they'll give you enough so that you can literally do your job. But like it's not gonna look pretty. This is all functional. Mm-hmm. It's very like utilitarian, and it's very like I don't know like 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 that's what I got from looking at it. I got it from just like. The, I mean, I mean, that's the Star Wars look. It looks lived in, yeah. right? Right, 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 right. Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna, like, like, like. When was the last time you vacuumed out your fucking car? You know what I mean, right? Right, right. Like you don't, like, like. Yeah, if it gets too bad, maybe you kind of clean up a little bit. But like, every know, once in a while, you're picking up someone you want to impress. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but, but you're, but these people aren't trying to impress anyone. They're at fucking work. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? They they work basically at a, like they're simultaneously like again truckers and working at a refinery. Yeah, exactly. Like they, they've married the two dirtiest jobs you can find. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and they all. But yeah. the, so there's that design, but then there's also the alien planet and the alien ship, mm-hmm. which again is all taken out of this like pure, like literal night terror imagery. Yeah. Where like it's the design, like the the uh, first of all, I love the planet. Yeah. It's just it's so minimalist in the way it's designed. It's just shadow and rock and fog and like snow. Or something. Like something just, not, I mean, it's clearly not snow, but it's like... particulate matter in the exactly, air. Exactly, like yeah. It, but it, like, that's how you would have met, like... Nothing looks like... At, at least, like, the 
the alien worlds that we know of, mm-hmm. that we have, like, or, you know, have visited, like, they don't look like Tatooine or Hoth. You know, they, yeah. just, they just look like dead expanses yeah, of nothing. Like shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, and, 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 and it's the thing, like, like, that, like, that, like, when they were like, okay, we're getting off the ship, right? Like, they're, because they're like, I'm not getting on this fucking ship to go out there. Are you kidding me? And, yeah. and that's the thing, is like, it's like, yeah, like, if someone was like, all right, all right, you want to come off the ship? I'd be like, fucking no, man. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I can't see anything out there. I'm staying on the fucking ship where I'm safe. <laughs> they also, like, some of the act, like, they had to keep, like, doctors on set while they were filming all the spacesuit stuff because they did not have ventilators in the suits. Really? And they were filming, like, under studio lights, like, people were repeatedly almost passing out. Good grace. And in some of the scenes, they had children in the spacesuits because they wanted to have, like, smaller actors so that the, like, spaceships would look larger in comparison. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think, like... Uh, the cinematographer's kid was like in one of the spacesuits and was like almost dying at one point. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, pretty cool. Pretty cool, all the same. Like, they, they did the same thing when they find like the giant pilot alien to make it look bigger. They had kids in the spacesuits, space yeah. but like that's another thing. Like the like all of the actual imagery from within the ship, which is this totally different vision of like. What uh like what a spaceship could look like? It's you know just as detail oriented, but like all of its like functionality is even more opaque and looks kind of organic in a way. It's it's I was like, at this point I was looking at my phone. I know I could tell, which really annoyed me because it's really beautiful stuff. Yeah, I'll look it up afterwards. But like, but it is like pure nightmare imagery. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. This is again just a fantastic looking movie. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's it's a great looking movie, and then like I think also like the story is so like universally understood, you know, because like because like, I mean basically the story is about like is 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 basically you, you know I mean it's a story of like you know of every worker right of of like of like of like of like chances are you are expendable and your company can replace you and they don't really care about you beyond the personal beyond maybe the person the people that you literally work with. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, this is this is an all time like these these guys need a union movie. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God, these guys need a union. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like 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 you know like 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 I think my boss like cares about me to a certain degree because he knows that I'm a human being and we yeah. see each other. Right. But like like but like the CEO of my company, I am a fucking number to him. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah, that's that. Yeah. Like yeah, these guys. Yeah. Listen. Listen. But- this shop store would have had some notes. Yeah, but it, it's also, like, great, like, people isolated out in the middle of nowhere just trying to survive movie. It's a great, like, problem-solving movie. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, the, the script is basically just one, like, checking one box after yeah. another. We're going to try this. We're going to try this. Yeah. We're going to try this. Yeah, and yeah. And each thing failing, the stakes getting raised with each failure. Mm-hmm. The cast getting smaller with each, each failure. failure. Yeah. And these it, guys aren't, like, fucking soldiers. Like, again, these guys are no. working stiffs having to... Having to basically go to war with this creature. With like cattle prods. Exactly, yeah. yeah. With like cattle prods and like and like And like just everything is just improvised. Yeah. That's I mean that that's part of what's great about it. Like yeah. I, I love aliens, but that's like that's a movie where everyone is like a marine. Yeah. And it's it, it's great in a different way to see like a bunch of marines just fucking eat it. Yeah. Like just be like be like go walk in like fucking cowboys, like we got this all under control and mm-hmm. just get like totally Vietnamed. Yeah, exactly. Like, that has its own, like, interest. But, yeah. like, just watching a bunch of people who are, like, it's like, I, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I, I don't I, even, 
we're, we're making all of this up as we go along and watching them, like, pretty much everyone but, well, no. Everyone just kind of, like, the, the varying levels of comfort with, like, just this is the thing that we have to try. Yeah. Like, some of, like, Veronica Cartwright is just fucking panicking. Yeah. Yafet Kato is being like, fuck this, man. This is all bullshit. Yeah. And Tom Skerritt being like, I mean, just, this is what we got to do. This is what's happening. Yeah. And, like, and Ridley Skerritt. Why do I keep calling Sigourney Reaver Ridley? I think it's Ridley and Ripley. Ridley and Ripley. Yeah. Like, come on. Ripley yeah. being like, just like, guys, you're fucking missing it. Yeah. 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 And, no, and everyone. Like, this is this is also a great movie about the importance of maintaining quarantine. Exactly. Oh, like, my God. If they God. had just followed the social distancing procedures, everything would have been fine. Yeah. But there was money to be made. Exactly. So they, 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 they. They opened up the lockdown too early. Exactly. Fuck Ash. Fuck the company. Exactly. Oh my god. And 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 and, and that's the thing. And as two in, and as in two in, as essential employees, mm-hmm. what's it called? I think I think that's why this movie resonates so much with us. Yeah. Because like yeah, that's the thing. Because basically both of our companies were like we're like good luck. Yeah. Good luck. You still gotta come. You yeah. know what I mean, right? Like like when everyone was freaking the fuck out, mm. bro. I'm fucking praying in my car before I go into work because I'm just like. Like, 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 I got a brother that's, like, you know, like, not worked throughout all of this, right? And he is so much more freaked about a coronavirus than I am. Purely because I'm, like, yeah, I've already accepted... I've, like, literally internalized and accepted the fact that I might die of coronavirus. Yeah. Like, I did it, like, months ago to the point yeah. where I'm just, like, yeah, whatever. If I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. Because, like, how the fuck else am I supposed to go to work and not have a goddamn panic attack every yeah. day? You know what I mean? And then, yeah... And this, I mean, that's part of what's great about this movie. It plays into so many different fears. Exactly. Th- and like, this is a movie where, you know, a major plot point is a man being orally raped, impregnated against his will, and then having the most horrifying birth scene imaginable. Of his, of his like, alien rape child. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, and not just any man, like, the second in command. Like, 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 like a guy that's, like, high up on the ship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like a person that's, like, you know, the second highest shot caller. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just like getting completely and 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 a man who does do one of the dumbest things in the movie, where he sees the like movement in the alien egg and is like, "Best, guess it's time to take a closer look. Better yeah. stick my face as close as I can to this it's thing." Like, uh, oh, oh, it's opened up. Let me see what it is. Better stick my face in the. Ho- I'm on the horror ship. Better, exactly. better stick my face right up in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. If you're gonna do that, you take a quick peek and you go like, oh. Right, and then you move on. Yeah, it's what you do. You do not, do not be curious. That's what I. That's how I live my life. I've never yeah. been curious a day in my life. Yeah, and look what it's done for me. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm. What am I? I'm, I'm, a, I'm in, a, I'm in a hero. Yeah. Anyway, but no, but yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, that's the thing. Is that like, yeah, like, 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 like. I mean, and even that though, I think that it plays it so well because it would be one thing if they just had it just straight, just he's fucked, but you think he's gonna be okay. Yeah, they, they give you that little moment where that he looks like he's, and uh, they give you a couple of those. Like there's mm-hmm. the like the the false climax, and then the like the fourth act, mm-hmm. which like Ridley Scott had to like convince them, like he had to ask for extra money to shoot the second climax, mm-hmm. which it's and his, his initial idea for how that was going to end was way dumber too. What was it? It was that the alien was going to kill Ripley, and then get on the inner like the radio and call to like. Earth Command or Flight Control or whatever and be like, and say in Ripley's voice, you know, like, hey, I need to be picked up here, which is a much dumber move and also, like, robs you of all of the great sequel or, well, the one great and many mediocre sequels. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Because this was a, like, 
star-making performance for Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Like, she's so fucking good in it. Like, yeah. Despite it being, like, basically her first starring role, like, she is, like, she's... She's, she's great. She is, story. like, she's... She is a final girl without ever feeling like a final girl. Like, is, like, is allowed to be, like, absolutely fucking terrified for long stretches while also feeling like the most competent and the most in command. Oh, yeah. And, but, like, doesn't initially seem like the main character of the movie. Yeah. Like, the movie kind of tricks you into thinking that Tom Skerritt is going to be the main character, and she's just one of the ensemble. Yeah. But she emerges from it, and by the end of the movie, it's like, yeah, I understand why she went on yeah. to have a career as an A-lister, and yeah. Tom Skerritt is, like, a good character actor. Yeah. It, 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 it's one of those movies where, like, I really wish I could have seen it originally in the theater. Yeah. Because, like, because, like, I mean, that's the thing, is that, like, just growing up in, like, the zeitgeist of everything like that, like... Like you know, Ripley. I don't know if I'm using that word correctly, but 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 yeah, but you yeah. know, hey, look at me. Yeah. But like you know that like Ripley is the fucking main character of Alien. Right. Like you know what I mean? Like 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 I knew it before I even saw. You know, Sigourney Weaver. I mean, fucking once ago, I saw like and to like to have to enter into that stacked of a cast. Yeah. And like emerge as like the the most memorable one while uh-huh. you have basically no yeah. experience. Yeah. I mean, at this point, what's it? Yafet Koto was in Bond. Um, Nancy Cartwright, she was on, right? Veronica Cartwright. Nancy yeah. Cartwright, I think, is Lisa Simpson. Was it? Nancy Cartwright is Lisa Simpson. What's um, it called? Yeah. You got Tom Scare, I mean, he's just a well-known character actor. Ian Holm had been in some shit. Fucking, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, like, yeah, you're right. Like, this is a stacked cast and an, and an incredible cast. And I mean, like, I mean, just like, it, it, it's, there's little things. The little story about the scene where, where I was looking at where the alien pops out uh, the only people that knew the alien was going to pop out was, like, you know, of course, like, the prop guy, right? But then, so the prop guy, Ridley Scott, and and John Hurt. John Hurt is in this fucking movie. Ooh. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. But, right, right, right. But it was literally just those three people. So the rest of the cast had no idea an alien was about to pop out of him. So you get, like, legit... Genuine just... fear. Yeah. Genuine fear of of, of, of when, 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 when that, like, all-time... Like, I, one of the best scenes in cinema. I kind of love it when directors just harass their actors. You gotta. Like... They deserve pain. Like, one of, one of my favorite... Like, just... Hitchcock was just the fucking master of it. Like, not... <laughs> just, like... Beyond just, like, fucking, like, terrorizing Tippi Hedren and the birds. Like, mm-hmm. my, my personal favorite is in 39 Steps. He had two stars who were supposed to be, like, romantic... Like, sparring romantic leads who, like, fucking hated each other. So he, like... Conv- like, uh, decided to have them handcuffed together for most of the movie, just so that they would like, con- like you just have that tension of like we need to like fall in love, but also legitimately kind of seem like we hate each other. Mm-hmm. So just, we're gonna fucking torture these people to like get the best performance out of them we can. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of love it when they do that. It it produces like really. It speaks to the dictator dictatorial streak I have. Exactly. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. No. No. And the fact that I would. 100% help you do it speaks to yeah. the henchman streak I have. Yeah. Which is, I think, really what it is. A lot of people think I'm a strong man. I am not a strong man. I am a henchman. Yeah. That is what I am. It's That's an important I, distinction there. It is. It is. Well, because the strong man, there's so... There's an element of craftiness to it. Well, not just an element of craftiness. There's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Just tell me what to do, buddy, and I'll just do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just tell me what to do. That's all I want is for someone to tell me what to do. I'm here to follow in the, orders. In the words of Tracy Jordan, heavy lies the head that eats the crayons. 
That's such a good show. I feel like I quote that show once an episode. It's so fucking good. Yeah. It's the because pro- Tracy. Was- Tracy Morgan just went on TV and then right, he's just like, if I had a gay son, I'd kill Just said that on television? Yeah. And like, in like 2012? Yeah. Like, just, which, listen, that's not a good thing he said, yeah. but just like... But the fact that everyone's kind of like, we kind of still want to like him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's yeah. still really funny. And also, everyone was just like, listen, what did you expect Tracy Morgan to say when you asked him that question? Like, yeah. And they like... They kind of addressed that on 30 Rock, but they, it was just like, they had his character just like go on TV and be like, yo, if you're gay, why don't you just look at yourself in the mirror all day? <laughs> He's, oh my god, it's honestly the best sitcom, uh, you consider that a sitcom? That's like a sitcom. It's absolutely a sitcom. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is, I would say, the best sitcom ever made, and I include Seinfeld. I honestly think it is better than Seinfeld. It's up there. It's definitely it's, up there. It's, it's, it's because I think Seinfeld is really good, but I think like Seinfeld, you gotta like, I feel like I could show fucking 30 Rock to anyone and they would love it. Yeah. Right? Right? And it's not like one of those things where it's like, like, where like it doesn't stand the test of time. I, I, God, I love 30 Rock. I literally might just pull a wild card and just assign you a completely different movie than I was planning on because, <laughs> because it has Tracy Morgan in it, but I'm not going to. I'm going to stick to my guns. Okay. All right, do we have anything more to say about Alien? I really don't know. I mean, like, I, mean I could talk for hours about this movie, oh but God. I feel like we've said most of what yeah. needs to be said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's, it, it really is just like... Also, just yeah, insane that this was Ridley Scott's second movie. What was his first? The Duelists. Which is just oh like a like God, yeah. a like low key, like not low key, but like obviously much smaller budget like period piece. Mm-hmm. Like, and they, they, like, Walter Hill like specifically hired him because he, they had, like, looked at, like, a bunch of people who were, like, experienced with sci-fi people, or with sci-fi movies, and like, I feel like anyone who's got experience in the genre at this point is going to look at this as a B-movie. Yeah. We want someone who's going to try and make an A-movie out of out of this script. Mm-hmm. And Ridley Scott was, you know, had something to prove as, like, yeah. someone who made, like, one, like, small but, like, respected movie. Yeah, without, who is it? Is Harvey Keitel and who else? Oh, fuck. The other um, guy. I can't. It's someone of that like caliber, but I yeah. can't. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. It's Actually, I haven't seen that one. I, I I've only seen the duels from it because you know as an inspiring <laughs> swordsman myself. Yeah. What's it called? But apparently, apparently these are known in like the like in in like the in like the uh, in like the in like the sword fighting and fencing community mm-hmm. as some of the most um, as, as 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 at least there's this one uh, duel I know that uh, in it that is considered like some of the most actual like accurate representations of like period sword fighting mm-hmm. because like while they're doing it like they're fucking afraid of getting stabbed right you know what i mean right right they're not like oh total and these are guys that are like soldiers like, like i mean they're yeah. uh, what, what are they they're um they're hustlers right you know what i mean and I, I think that that points to part of what's great about this movie is that every moment isn't like injected with humanity yeah it, they which makes it feel real, which makes it feel scarier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ridley, Ridley. It thing there is more tension when the characters feel tension. Exactly. Yeah, I did. I did it too. I said Ridley instead of Ripley, but no, yeah. Ripley like goes to self destruct the fucking thing and escape, and she sees the alien blocking her way, and she doesn't try to like space marine through it. No, she's a fucking trucker. She's like, oh shit, I can't. go. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Yeah. And she runs back and tries to stop the self destruct scene. Yeah, and the, like the moment when she 
like fails by like two seconds yeah. to stop the self destruct. Like just oh my god, like, you like, bitch! But that's that's like a mo- a moment that like it would be so easy to oversell or yeah. just play the wrong note a little bit, and she gets it like perfectly. That's, that's a weirdly hard moment to get right yeah. because you like you have to like maintain again some of that like naturalism and reality. Yeah. Well, like still like selling like oh fuck I'm gonna die. Because for two seconds, for yeah. like, 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 like when she's trying to reverse the thing, mm-hmm. there are these things that she had to pull up He's in like, order to flip the switch. That's, that's part of what I love about this oh, movie. Man. All, the, all the, like, I love, like, past versions of the future. Yeah. Like, just all the, like, fat-ass key card cartridges. And, and like, and all this shit. Pylons and yeah. shit. Like, Floppy disks, basically. Like, computer yeah. readouts that are, like... 300 years in the future yeah. but still running on DOS. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like one of the things where you're just like, God, you just know the future is going to look so much fucking shittier and stupider. Than it- I, I, I so much prefer, like, this to, like, the, like, It'll just look like an Apple Store. Exactly. I was Vision literally thinking we fucking get from Apple like Store. So much now. Exactly. Yeah. Which is why I'm going to go to the mountains and make a manifesto and do and finish something that a certain college professor couldn't. Okay. But. Yeah, it's such a beautiful. Because that's what you would do in that situation. You wouldn't like be like, oh no. You'd be like, fuck you, fuck you. I'm gonna fuck you, God. Yeah. You. But bitch. then you just feel like, okay. I guess we gotta try and make it through now. Do you, do you remember? Do you remember that time with that? What, I heard there's. I think it might have been a Twitter thing. Someone was like, I judge men a lot by how they talk to Siri. Mm. You know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. I think that says a lot about how a man will treat a woman, right? And listen, if that's the truth. I'm going to be terrible to a woman. But because let me tell you something. But that's the thing. That's what you do when technology pisses you off. You yell yeah. at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't wallow like, oh, no. You go, fuck you, you stupid piece yeah. of shit. Fuck you, bitch. Oh, I also man, don't think great. Ridley Scott was ever as good as this. No. What, like, what What else did he make? I mean, like, um, I mean right after this, he makes Blade Runner, which is, yeah. which is about as visionary, but I think a little flabbier as a movie. Like, and it's also, like, hampered by the fact that there are eight billion cuts of it and there's like no definitive version mm-hmm. like there are definitely versions that are superior to others like the, the original theatrical version of blade runner just sucks fucking ass i've never has, seen it well it has all these like studio mandated changes to it that all make the movie worse because it like it's again like, have studio mandated changes ever made a movie better uh almost certainly again just with <laughs> the ending of alien oh yeah, yeah that's true but yeah. like it has this, like, terrible, like, noir narration just explaining, like, just pure exposition where, like, Harrison Ford sounds like he has a gun to his head. Like, <laughs> I've never seen an actor who seems to hate acting more. I mean, he's good in the movie, but yeah. he's, like, he's delivering shitty lines that he yeah. knows is making the movie actively worse. Yeah. So he's just, and Harrison Ford is a man who will check out of a movie. Oh, yeah. He can be fucking great. Like, oh, he, yeah. He is, a mo- he is a genuine movie star. Yeah, but like when he checks out, he checks out hard. Yeah, you can you can really tell he was. I'm not sure he was union, but I really believe he was. He had to have been union. He was a carpenter on a fucking film set in Hollywood. Yeah, it also it also tries to give the movie a happy ending, where so you know the ending of like the ending of the movie originally is you know Edward James almost is basically like hey, you know your girlfriend is gonna die, and then in in the original you know it cuts to this like very like, it like kind of despairing act of like desperate hope where like Harrison Ford like tries to smuggle her out and like you know it's gonna end poorly but he's you know he's committed to trying to do this thing and it's like it's so like human and sad at the same time it's like a perfect you know just like bummer noir ending while still like giving both characters like a good beat in the recut version it cuts to like 
Golden Hills for some reason, which th- there's been you know, every d- depiction of the world previous to this is like post nuclear like hellscape. Yeah, yeah. But it cuts to like Golden Hills and more like Harrison Ford narration being like, actually he was wrong. She lived forever and we're all happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what you want. Yeah, it's real noir. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Noirs known for their happy endings. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 one of those movies that I've been dying to see. Where I've actually I've never seen the movie, but I have listened to the soundtrack so many times. Great soundtrack. Yeah, by uh, Vangelis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just really like they just don't make fucking movies. Everything now is just like oh we're gonna put fucking Hotline Bling in the goddamn movie or whatever the hell. God, I just want to go to Hollywood with it. You're gonna have to edit this out. What I'm about to say. But, so just don't say it. Let's uh, do that. You know but, what? For you, I just won't say it. But folks, you can imagine I was yeah. going to go to Hollywood with. Yeah. I was going to get all my sushi comped. Yeah. But yeah, Scott has made a lot Look of... Look it up. Scott has made a lot of good movies after this, but I don't think he's ever made... This is... I think this Did is... Did he make Marble Cake? Layer Cake? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> but no, I don't think that was him. But okay. He made a lot of entertaining movies. I think this is pretty close to a perfect movie no yeah and like it you know it's unreasonable to think a someone will make two perfect movies yeah you know if some some people have done it but yeah like I, I i had this i had this but it's it's such yeah. a strong coming out of the gate for your second movie yeah. it's tough to yeah. like it's just you know it's tough to equal that after that yeah. and you know there's a, i've always felt a little bit of you know disappointment with mr scott just yeah. because this is such a strong way to begin yeah. a career i'm like you know, he's made some great movies, but none of them quite quite reached this yeah. peak. I had this... I forget if it was a teacher or a professor. I can't remember when, I, when, when at what point of school this was. But, uh, um, uh, and, and, and he had what he called the F. Scott Fitzgerald rule, yeah. which was basically like, just like, look, if you give me one really good, like, I forget if it was a paper or something like that, right? He's like, he's like I'm just going to weight the shit out of that, and then, mm-hmm. you know, I'll just weight everything else not as high. Right, because he's like, that's the thing. If you can give me one really good one, that's all. Right, that's fine. You're yeah. fine. Which is, you know, because F. Scott Fitzgerald wrote one really good book, and a bunch of like, yeah, you yeah. know, right? Yeah. So I mean, yeah, good on Ridley Scott. You yeah. made a perfect movie. You ma- you made sci-fi horror basically. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you, you, okay, he did not invent sci-fi horror. Yeah, I think but, he did. <laughs> but this is yeah. Who did? This, who did then? Shut You're the so fucking fuck smart. Up. Shut the fuck up. Remember, yeah, we had such a good little run of you not being furious at me. Yeah, because we were talking about a great movie. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, made a perfect movie, and like, you know, The Martian was fun too. Which one was The Martian? It's the one where Matt Damon is stranded he on He made that? Yeah. God, that movie was so stupid, but I literally cried during it. So. Yeah, it's, I think that's a great popcorn movie. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Which, you know what? I'll give it to a popcorn movie. Yeah. What's it called? I will never watch a Marvel movie because ever. Yeah, it's it's all like it's you know it, it's not original. It's based on a book, but like it's just the one version of that. It tells the story. It does it really yeah. well. It's fun. You know, yeah. good for the Martian. Why, I, I don't know why I'm shitting on Marvel though, because literally one of the favorite one of my favorite movies I've seen in the last year was Thor Ragnarok. I mean, like, well, that's like a great popcorn movie. I'd watching say. watching anyone else try and do what Marvel does will give you so much more respect for what Marvel does. Like, yeah. DC has just been like cutting off its own dick just for like ten years, so hard, yeah, and totally eating ass. What did they do? Not eating pavement. Eating ass is a yeah. beautiful thing that two, can, is a two people thing. can do consensually. Good but gracious! I don't get it. I'm not. I'm not that kind of millennial. I never want to do that or have that done to me. There, you, you now know my sexual peccadilloes. There you go. Folks, 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 just so you know, daddy is. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> How uncomfortable are you right now? 
how uncomfortable me calling myself daddy in in the way of in, in, in that sort of context. At least you didn't say zaddy. What who what zaddy? Moving on. Wait, are you trying to say Zadie? No. Okay. Well, either way, what's it called? I'm a millennial. <laughs> All right. So this is this is a recommend from both of us. Oh my god! Yeah. Fuck you if you haven't seen this movie. Go see it. It's great. It's fantastic. All right. Are are we ready to talk about the thirteen ghosts? Let me go, Jewel. You need to break. No, I literally just need to run outside and draw. I would drool in here, but you don't let me drool oh in here. Oh my god, I don't want to... Okay, fine. Give me one second. I don't want to be up till fucking midnight. You're going to be up till midnight. It takes me two seconds to drool. That's why I usually do it inside. Okay, okay, go drool. There's something bad about to happen to me. I don't know what, but I feel it coming. Might be so sad, might leave my nose running. I just hope she don't wanna leave me. Don't you give me up, please? Don't give up on me. I belong with you, only there. Only my girl, only there. Only darling, only. Back from a jewel break. Yes. Back from my union designated jewel break. I'm in the podcasters union. Robin, on the other hand, is a scab. How am I a scab if we're both working the same job? What's it called? I don't know. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't think, I didn't think you would push back on this. <laughs> I didn't, didn't think, it's not how it works. Rob, okay, fine. We're both in the union. Aren't you a scab if you're working on, with a, with a, on a non-union job site? Well, yes. That okay. Listen, have I thought? Listen, okay. I wasn't expecting questions about what I say. You're supposed to just roll with it. I'm gonna spit into my water again. Please don't do that. I'm gonna try not to, but no, no promises. Start right. talking. Let's see what happens. All right, so we're going to talk about your movie now, which is 13 Ghosts, which I, am, which I am legitimately excited to talk about. I think I took more notes on this movie than I have taken on any movie before. So, I am so happy. So I we didn't do this with Alien, which I think was good. I think we over-rely on this a little bit. But I think for this one, we should literally just go through the plot. Yes. Because I want to talk about, like, scene by scene what yes. I think about this movie. Yes. It is... So, First of all... Okay, go ahead. Take the wheel. It's fine. First of all, roll that trailer. Oh, god damn it! Yeah. We forgot to do that for Alien, didn't we? I don't think we did. What's it called? I think you just weren't paying attention. You know what? Equally possible. Harry recorded his message six weeks ago. He asked it to be played for you in the event of his death. Arthur, I've instructed my lawyer to deliver my last will and testament. A key? A key to what? A key to your new house. This house is the fruit of my life's work. Oh my god. It is a one of a kind home. It's marvelous, isn't it? Wow. Arthur, we've got some papers to sign in the library. After that, I would love to take you and the family around the tour of the house. This place is awesome. All right, now I know I'm dreaming. Well, your uncle was quite a collector of many things. What the hell was that? 
Halloween. You're wasting your time. It's all sealed up. The only thing worse than being trapped in a house with a ghost. This house is not a house. We're in the middle of a machine. Powered by the dead. Is being trapped in a house with 13 ghosts. Maggie! What? We got company. Where? I can't see. How close is it? Close enough to hurt you. Go, go, go! to get me killed i guarantee nothing welcome back from the trailer what year is this from is this 2000 2001 fuck it's either 2000 or 2001 i want to say 2001 i think you're right because i know that the director steve beck his only other credit was ghost ship yes from 2002 yes so you know the company that made this movie was called Castle Entertainment, yes. which was a production company set up by just three people with, like, it, the talent behind this company is insane. It was a company set up solely to remake William Castle movies from, like, the 50s and 60s, like, goofy-ass old B-movies, because Robert Zemeckis, then Academy Award winner, and one of, you know, the... Is that how you say it? I thought it's Zemeckis. Zemeckis, yes, you're right. right. Okay, director of... The Back to the Future series, Forrest Gump, mm-hmm. like big name, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Joel Silver, one of the just biggest action producers of mm-hmm. all time, and uh, Gilbert mm-hmm. Adler, who's himself like a pretty you know mm-hmm. major producer. They were just so horny for William Castle. Yep. They set up a whole production company just to remake yep. his movies. See, that's the thing. Hollywood is basically fifty percent guys like me. Who are just basically just like, just like, just like stupid mercenary psychos, right? And then 50% guys like Rob, who are just like, who are just like, who are just like, oh my god, I love film. Film is so great. I I want to fuck the film. Buddy, they won't even let me fuck the film. You know what I mean? And then just guys like me were just like, where's the money? Jews. But, (laughs) but but like... (laughs) Robert Zemeckis, I think, is, is worth yeah. noting just because he's one of the he's one of the like my guys who's just obsessed with film. Yeah. And for a long time it served him well. Like he really like yeah. you know, channeled his like film nerd instincts really well into like the Back to the Future movies and yeah. Free and Roger Rabbit, which are just like simultaneously obsessed with movies, like really innovative in their way, but like fleet and fun and and work really well. And then at a certain point, he fucking lost the thread mm-hmm. and just disappeared up his own ass. Yeah. It was like, I'm just going to spend a whole decade making like Uncanny Valley mocap movies because I'm really obsessed with the technology and want to push it to its furthest limit. Which and, is honestly what you need to be careful for. Yeah. And then like, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to come back. I'm going to start making live action movies again. I saw this. A uh, really interesting documentary about a like a man with deep mental illness who expresses himself by uh, making dioramas with World War Two action movies. I'm gonna make a, ro- a romantic comedy with Steve Carell. Wait, he made welcome. I think his most re- recent movie is Welcome to Marwin, which he's because he's Robert Zemeckis got like fifty million dollars for, despite it being by all. I haven't seen it, but by Me all neither. accounts, just. One of the most tone-deaf and misguided movies, you know, of the last few years. And 
was a huge flop, but because he made just some of the biggest movies of the 80s and has won Best Picture, he will continue to get, you know, yeah. budgets for the rest of his life. Isn't, isn't, isn't the film industry great? Yeah. 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 It's fantastic. Yeah. 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 Even, even Proven Losers. And yeah, but I mean? not even Proven Losers. A guy that, a guy that, a guy that clearly is like, you know, not sending his best anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like this, this kind of comes around the point of the turn for Zemeckis. Like, this is, you know, you're a few years past, you know, your best picture win. Yeah. Forrest Gump is not a movie that has aged particularly well, but like, yeah. is a, like, there's a, you can sort of see why it took everyone. Yeah. Time. It's, it's a very competently yeah. produced movie. Yeah, I, I think, think fundamentally misguided, but like, again, like fleet and yeah. entertaining and, you but know, it's simply of, produced. Yeah. But it's coming off of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which was a pretty big deal. Well, that was... No, that was... Oh, wait, no, 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 sorry, 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 that's 89. For some reason, I thought it was... Or, or, or 87, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, he, made that, yeah. he made that between... After Back yeah. to the Future. That yeah. was like, he made I, Back to the Future, and that was sort of his cash-in, because he really wanted to... Because he's a guy who's, like, obsessed with pushing, like, film technology forward, and he yeah. really wanted to... Yeah. Do like a live action like like monkey yeah 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 animation yeah. yeah. Comic. Sorry, for some reason I thought yeah. that that was like ninety seven instead of eighty seven. No 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 way yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, it was yeah. before the Back to the Future like yeah. sequels. Yeah no no yeah yeah it's it's old it's a movie older than both of us. Yeah yeah but like so Robert Zemeckis is, is like about to enter his like Polar Express period. Yep. And like I feel like this was kind of a harbinger of it that he was just like I'm gonna throw like. Me and my buddies are going to throw a few tens of millions of dollars at remaking these movies that there is absolutely no market for. No. And that only weirdo nerds like me and me personally, Rob, are into. Yes, exactly. And, like, hand, hand the actual directing duty off to a dude who's made, like, three ads. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And so you get the movie 13 Ghosts. Yes. Yes. Which tells you right off the top exactly what type of movie it is because the title is spelled... T H I R one three E N ghosts. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, it absolutely is. Telling you right up front, this is gonna be a exactly. dumb movie. Exactly. I I literally was just I came up with the idea to assign you this movie because I was scrolling through, um, what's it called, uh, um, uh, my parents like Amazon Prime account, right? Just to be like, just to be like, oh, like you know, what are some movies that I could, you know, right, right, that I could see? And then I saw it, and I had this like, this is a movie I've seen probably five times. Yeah. Because. Of course it is. And and I just had this visceral flashback, right? Like a goddamn... Like like Matthew Lillard's character almost, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh my god. Yes, Rob is seeing this fucking movie. Yeah. Fuck you, Rob. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Because it is like... It is an early aughts horror movie that is one of those movies that is insanely of its time. Like, I feel like if I had to sit down with my children and watch this movie with them, I would have to explain certain things to them. Right, but also feels kind of out of time in exactly. a way. Exactly. And we will we will get into that. But first of all, I just want to talk about the first scene of this movie. Because, oh, again, yes. I just think we should go through this scene by yes. scene. Which is insane if you've ever seen the original 13 Ghosts. Yeah. Because it is a completely different feel from this yes. movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the original 13 Ghosts? I actually Ghost? have not, no. I saw this one, and then my dad was like, if you like that, let's see the original one. And I was like, this is nothing like that one. Yeah. The only the only similarity is that there are ghosts, and you need special glasses to see them, and there are 13 of them. Right, yeah. I mean, I have seen other William Castle movies, and he was one of those, like, you know, kind of... Is he House on Haunted Hill? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, but, and he was big into, like, you know, the, like... 
you know, gimmicky, like, spectrovision stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. You would have movies where, like, they'd, ha- you know, rig up the theater to have, like, a ghost puppet fly up along the ceiling and yeah, stuff. And, like, yeah. kids would, like, throw popcorn at it. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, very goofy, like, you know, just, like... He, you know, he would, like, set up, like, have, like, nurses outside his movie theater so people think they were extra scary and you might need medical attention. Like, yeah. Big into gimmicks like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Which, 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 honestly, folks, makes him a player and a pimp. He's, yeah. yeah. That, that is, that what? is, can you imagine if they brought that back? <laughs> can you imagine that? Yeah. But, I mean, that only works in, like, of a much older, like, version of film distribution where you would go like city to city with your movie exactly like, yeah, you yeah. can't do that if you're opening on three thousand screens when you're in one basically weekend. a fucking circus yeah 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 and, i mean and but his movies were also like kind of tropey and classical to a fault like yeah you know every like you know haunted house like stereotype you could think of it's mm-hmm. in there mm-hmm. and like that's kind of we'll get we'll get into that, but yeah. there's 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 a lot of that DNA in this movie. Oh yeah, too. But first, the first the first scene of this movie does not feel like that. No, it doesn't even really feel like a horror movie. The uh, it feels like spooky action. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, they're in a junkyard. Mm-hmm. You know, why don't you, why don't you take us through it a little bit? Okay, okay. So 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 it opens up in like a junkyard and these like you know like 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 black SUV like a like urban assault type shit. Yeah, just ghost like, black water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. like ghost black water. These dudes hop out and they're on these like matching uniforms that looks like they're wearing like those like clear rain slickers over. everyone is in a poncho as if they're about to get as if they're like stepping up to sea world or something yeah yeah no, yeah or no like point. in some sort of weird cult like it's yeah. like uh like like because like, they're all because they like all match but as as we're going to find out they're all going to be in the splash zone oh buddy aren't they going to be in the splash zone yeah no so so it opens up so they'll roll in and then out pop f murray abraham which Who, i will say in this movie legitimately sucks ass. He's so bad in this you movie. Think? Yeah, and not e- not even like <laughs> F. Murray Abraham is clearly a very talented character actor. Yeah. And like, you know, yeah. he, like I think a good point of comparison is like Bill Nye in Underworld. Yes. Like a, an actor of similar talent in a movie that is like, you know, clearly a B movie that he's doing for a paycheck. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. This is, you know, someone who could be doing Shakespeare but is making, you know, yeah. Doing doing this. Because why the fuck not? Because you're going to pay him like $10 million, or no, He's not even making $10 million off this. But yeah. And B- Bill Nye, you know, does what one would do you know, and shows up and chews scenery. Has a lot of fun with it. Is big and over the top. Like clearly enjoying himself. Just yeah. Enjoys the opportunity to kind of simultaneously open up his collar and just have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. F. Murray Abraham, I can't even quite figure out what's wrong. Like he's not checked out. Like, yeah. he's still, like, giving a performance, but it's not, like, it's not fun. Yeah. It's just, it's just bad. It's just legitimately, like, he doesn't, like, I'm sure this, the script is terrible. I'm sure the direction he was getting from, like, a dude who, you know, I don't know, made a Gap ad or something. Yeah, terrible, exactly. But, yeah. like, everyone in this movie is bad. Yeah. Tony Shalhoub, I think, is doing the best. You think Tony Shalhoub is doing the best? I thought Matthew Lillard was doing the best. So, because Matthew Lillard is just shaggy. Yeah, M- Matthew Lillard is doing the thing that he did throughout the 90s. Yeah. Which is just being 
you know, big and goofy and manic. Yeah. It, it took a while for people to figure out Matthew Lillard can actually do other things. Yes. Like, he's actually a very talented actor. Yeah, he like, absolutely is. Shows yeah. up in The Descendants, an Alexander Payne movie, mm-hmm. and just does this, like, really nice understated character work. Yeah. Is in the third season of Twin Peaks, where he's, like, legitimately kind of frightening. Yeah. Playing but, but, Shaggy? But, yeah, in this era, he was just the dude from Scream who's just big yeah. and manic and wild. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, I'm not going to freak out on... Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But, like, I just... I mean, he's he's doing that, and he does that... You know, there's a reason he got hired for all of those roles, but yeah. I just... I found it really exhausting yeah, in this yeah. movie because it's a bad movie. Yeah, yeah, it, but, it, it, well, I agree to disagree, but <laughs> but 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 so yeah, but so like they go through and like so so yeah, okay, right. Abraham comes out. And I just I have to say this: what he says is "bring in the cube." <laughs> he says, "bring in the cube." <laughs> and you know what they do, Rob? To their credit, they, they bring, bring in the cube. cube. Yes, <laughs> lower this shit down. And also, this like weird writing on the side, and and it's just like and like I. I had a hard time with this because I was like, I know what they were going to do yeah. because I've seen this movie again four other times, which I yeah. want you to really think about and that. I was I was real excited about the cube. I was very happy that they were bringing out the cube. But do you know what, Matt? They managed to top the tube because you know what you get after the tube? You get a hell truck. There's a hell truck coming through, baby. They just there's this this big rig like like fuel tanker truck that's coming out and just spraying blood, blood. everywhere. Just spraying! Which is why everyone's in ponchos. Like, they're dressed up to be in the Splash Zone at SeaWorld because they all get covered in blood. I just said, I was watching it and I was just like, where did they find a tanker full of blood? Like, how do you <laughs> order a tanker? I don't, is I it just, human blood? Yeah, is it? Is it like... Are, like because what they're doing is they're baiting a ghost. Yeah. Are ghosts bait like I can imagine you could go to a butcher and be like, hey, can we just take your like your extra blood? Yeah, exactly. But would a yeah. ghost be like horny for cow blood? Yeah, because it's a ghost of a human being. Right. Right? Like, who, like a, a murderer who's yes. who's all jacked up to kill some souls. Yeah, 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 exactly. And all you know, oh, they call oh my god, who is he? Was he the the the, the ham no, he wasn't the hammer. Uh, his his isn't his, his, his no, you know what it is? I think it's the Juggernaut. Is he the Juggernaut? He is the it's, Juggernaut. It's a, it's the ju- he yeah. is the Juggernaut, yes. isn't he? Yeah. yeah which, which is, is a like, name that had to be permanently retired after X-Men The Last Stand. But this is the, before that, so you can exactly. still get away with so it. You can still get away with it. And, but this thing, though, is that like, yeah, even though he's the Juggernaut, he's also the ghost of a person that was actually alive at one point. Yeah. And I can't... Which is... It's fun because all of the ghosts in this movies are just hellraisers exactly yeah like but but they're also supposed to have once been people it's just yeah. i guess when they get to the afterlife they somehow become hellraisers so in the dvd extras <laughs> I, I love that this is one that you took a deep dive on <laughs> much stuff instead of this but mm-hmm. this is what i did so in the dvd extras they had this thing where they went ghost by ghost mm-hmm. and gave you a complete like 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 overview of their backstory and it was f murray abraham doing it i believe okay. in the dvd extras he for this. got his bag he fucking did and they basically like hold on here what's it called here, here, here. you go through it a little bit i'm gonna look up these descript because like they basically try to explain why these ghosts look like, again, like fucking Hellraiser. There's a ghost called the Hammer who is just filled with railroad spikes. Oh, is he the big boy? That's the big boy. Oh, I was... I was 
We'll get we'll get to the okay, big okay, boy. Okay. I was real excited for the big boy. You okay? okay. I want you to talk about this because I'm gonna legitimately look these up because some of these are hilarious. But what happens is well, the hell truck comes out and seeds everything with blood, and you better believe after a moment the juggernaut shows up, and he doesn't say I'm the juggernaut bitch, but he might as well, <laughs> and he starts going to town on these Blackwater dudes. None of these are going to town on them. He goes to town in a very specific way because the way that he killed people. Oh, okay, okay. I want to talk about this. One dude, he get there. There are a couple of primo back breaks in this movie. Yeah, he legit folds a dude backwards into the trunk of a car. Yes, yes. yes. They call yeah. I think the other name for him is the breaker yes. because he breaks people in half. Yes, and I don't entirely know why these why these Blackwater dudes are there because they're just like they just they have they're they, there to die. They're there literally to just be dead meat. But yeah. ultimately, they just you know they they. Pour a bunch of blood from the hell truck into the cube, and the ghost is like, "Hey, look at that blood! I'm, I'm gonna go in the cube." And then they lock him in the cube because they got ghost-proof glass on the cube somehow. Yeah, well, because it has because it has containment spells written all over okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Let me tell you, this is this becomes a major plot point in the movie that the ghosts are afraid of glass. I fear. <laughs> And, no, it's and containment spells, Rob, not glass. They're also afraid of flares. Like, later in the movie, they just yes. throw flares at the ghost. Let me tell you, I ain't afraid of no ghost that's afraid of glass and flares. <laughs> like, just road flares. Yes, just, just, I have a flat tire, I'm putting this out to be courteous, and the ghost's yeah. like, oh, no! no! Not the flares. <laughs> I have literal railroad spikes yeah. in my head, it but I can't a, deal with a flare. It is a ghost... That can a ghost and an, an ethereal spirit of a, of of a of a formerly living human being that can even though it is again a fucking ghost kill you yeah. right it can it can cause you physical harm and death and but yet they're, but they're for the most part whenever whenever someone they're real bad at it like mm. they get a couple of kills but like anyone with plot armor they just kind of scratch at them like a cat yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no. Like, I mean, like Tony Shalhoub. armor. I love that. Yeah, I didn't come up with that. But one second. Well, I love it. Yeah. Let me take the fucking compliment for once in your goddamn life. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, yeah. once again, are you ready for this? Uh, uh, what's it called? For this DVD extra thing? Or you want me to save it? Let me save it. Save it for when we actually get. Yeah, let's let's do that at the end. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to do it at the end, or do you want to do it when we get into the house with the ghosts? Let's let's save that for the end. Okay. okay. It, it'll break up the plot a little bit too much. It's yeah. It's but, fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. From from the once they they trap the juggernaut in the cube because he's afraid of glass. Yeah. Um, and these two people come who are like. Ghosts for ghosts. Yeah, yeah. They're legitimately, legitimately talking about like ghost slavery. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, this is slavery. You're enslaving them. They should be free. And it's like, lady, this. They literally say that this guy he killed nine people when he was alive and over forty since dying. It's like, lady, I'm sorry. Look, okay, lock you, him up. You want to talk to me about prison abolition? I draw the line at like. Hellraiser ghosts. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Hellraisers belong in their stupid Magneto prisons. Absolutely they do. Are you kidding me? Supernatural stuff? Listen, every one of those witches at Salem deserved it. That is the... (laughs) That is the... That is the... By the way, if you want to know what this podcast stands on the Salem witch trials is that they were all actually witches and deserved. Don't... Can you not speak for the podcast here? I think I just did twice. So, anyway. Alright, alright. So, so from this, they go to, like, a credit sequence, which is just a long, drawn-out, just pan across... Oh, my a, God. Okay, I, I really... I, I Dude, please, go this. for yeah. it, go for it, baby. It's oh. just a pan across a room. Ah. Like this... So, we cut to this idyllic family home. 
And you know, there, there, there's a, 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 a daughter and a son, and they're just playing out in the background for the backyard. We see family photos, everyone's like, smiling. Play, hold on, playing in the backyard, we are both siblings? Yes. Have you ever played with your brother like that? They are playing in a way that only children in shitty movies play with each other. Just like spinning. Just spinning and just being like, I love you so much. And no, I are, love you. You're the best big sister ever. And they are both like... At least five years too old for this. Oh, like yeah. the the daughter should be like out of college at this yeah, point. Yeah, the daughter should be out of college, and the son should be honestly in his room jacking off. That yes. is the age he is. Yes, yes. yes. just in his taking room. long showers. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> over this scene, there are like snippets of like reverb narration oh. that give you just a glimpse of what has befallen this family. So it starts off like we're all so happy, and it's like literally this cheesy. Like, isn't everyone so happy to be a part of this family? I love you so much. I love you so much. <laughs> You're the best big sister ever. And then it goes into like, oh no, there's a fire. <laughs> and then it's oh no, mom's still in the house. Someone find mom! Let me go back in there! Let me get my wife! Sir, you can't go back in there! Why? I watched this... The, the mother literally gets manchester by the sea over the opening credits of this movie oh, entirely in reverb narration. In, in, as, it, as the camera slowly pans around a room. And by the end of the shot, the, the house has gone from beautiful and idyllic to smoky and abandoned. Oh my god. It's... It's... it's I was watching it. You know what my thought was? It was just like... Huh. That's, that's actually a very clever way to get rid of exposition. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. You just skip over all that shit. You don't need it. <laughs> you got it. You know you know all the exposition. <laughs> it's so just, just because you put opening credits in the movie doesn't mean you're skipping over it. I still have to sit there and listen. Well, now you know what happened. <laughs> now you know what happened, Rob. Aren't you glad they made it really easy for you? I've, oh, my do you, if, God. But, like, just the quality of the writing and acting, I felt like I was about to, like... like it felt like like something I'd be watching on Cinemax at like two yeah, in the morning. Yeah, like you get you get yeah either that or like or like or like I kept waiting for like for like for it to be like scary movie or something like that, and for there to be like for there to be like honk honk like you know. But even, even the like the like the royalty free soundtrack really felt like. Tony Shalhoub in the next scene was going to be meeting with like a sexy grief counselor who's exactly. going to like put her hand on his leg and then you get some like <laughs> some like simulated thrusting. It's it's so funny that they got Tony Shalhoub to act in such a shitty movie. He's 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 a he's like a legitimately talented character actor. Yes, and like he was like he was I mean one of the best TV performances I think of all time in Monk. You love throwing the best out there. I do. I mean, I do too. Early, early Monk he's, is fantastic. He is a very good actor. He's a, an extraordinarily talented actor who is not given a character to play in this movie. No, no. They his just, character is literally, God, I just love my family his so much. His, when, when, they, when he asked for his backstory, the Steve Beck, the director, just wrote down the word dad on a note card yes. and handed it to him. Da, da, dad, right, right. And then he just went, is that all? And then and then he took it back, right? And he just wrote, right? And he wrote something and handed it back to him and it was just widowed dad. <laughs> That's what it was. 
<laughs> like, they really play up, like, how hard, like, the family... Had... Yeah, wait, hold on. Okay, so he's, like, a professor at a... At no, no, a no, no, he, no, no, no. He's, like, a he's like a high school math Oh, is he a high school math yeah. For some reason, I thought he was a professor. But, like... But he knows Latin? Yeah, it doesn't make... He's, like, clearly, like, a very overqualified math teacher. Yeah, but like, I, I had a history teacher like that, that I was just like, you should be at a college. Why like, are you here? Yeah, he's he's got Walter White vibes. Yeah, like, yeah. He fucked up some job, and now he's stuck, like, working this dead-end job. And exactly. Like, but, like, I don't... Like, they go from, like, a very... They go from, basically, a McMansion to a, like, squatter apartment. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't... Like, was his... But they still... But they have, like... What was his wife doing? That... That's the thing. They keep talking about how fucking poor they are, and they literally have a mammy. They literally they, they have a they have literally, a they have a black maid in this. Movie. Yes, exactly. Which, and I want to remind everyone of this: his daughter is clearly like fucking twenty two. The daughter is older than Rod Digga, who plays the uh, exactly who plays the nanny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it is, it is. I, I, the entire time I'm trying to figure out, like, why are you here? Yeah, like it makes no sense. It's just. <laughs> they're like they 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 changed so much about the original, but they're like the one the one sixties value that we have to like maintain is just the presence of the black help. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? It's like that drill tweet, right, 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 where he's like, where he's like, where he's like, where he's like, is someone good at economics? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's can someone help me budget this? My family is starving. starving and he has like a very reasonable budget list and then like candles, $3,000. <laughs> Rod Digga, $3,000. And like Tony Shalhoub on his like, on like the wall in his bedroom has like all of the, like the past due bills like taped up on the wall so that he can stare at them. And <laughs> as a man, <laughs> who has in his time received numerous past due notices? You do not put that shit on the wall. You no. bury it in a dresser. No, you throw it out. No, I literally like part of the reason why I like ruined like like one of the things of the many things that ended up ruining my credit was that I didn't understand how insurance worked, and so I thought that if you had insurance, it was basically just like Canada. It just wasn't <laughs> that everyone had it. But, yeah. Like if you had it, yeah, like you didn't have to pay anything. So I got something at the hospital, and then and then they were just, right. I got a procedure done at the hospital because I was a dirty boy. What's it called? But literally, no. I had a I had a MRSA infection. Yes. And and so and so and so and so they're like, all right, how do you want to pay? And I was just like, what are you talking about? I have insurance, and I walked out of the hospital. <laughs> and they just sent me a bill, and I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. My insurance will pay that. And I just threw it out, <laughs> and I did that for like years until yeah. a collections agency started calling me, and I was like, why are you calling me? I have insurance. Yeah, and and right, and, my, and I said to my mom, I was like, "Yeah, I don't know why they're calling me. I mean, I have insurance," and she was like, "Oh my god, Matt!" Because I just never, I yeah. I'd never been to the hospital. <laughs> my, my favorite thing about all of this is how shitty the daughter is about the fact that they're poor. She keeps being like, "Dad, why are we poor? <laughs> Dad, fuck you. We shouldn't be poor. Why don't you get a job then?" Fucking, you're 42. <laughs> but, like, she and the son are just in a fucking race to see who can be shittier. <laughs> the son is, like, clearly, like, some sort of budding serial killer who's, like, so excited to, like, recite, like, murder statistics. Like, he, he honestly reminded me of the son from Safe. Who's <laughs> just, like, talking about, like, super predators all the time. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. And then 
then, and then, and then he's just like, but he's like, doesn't know decapitated, and it's like, you're about to be in high school. Yeah. Like, like, he just, like, he just, like, 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 he's having, like, a hard time reading, like, this is a fucked up kid. This is a fucked up kid. This kid is still wetting the bed. This kid, this is the next travels everywhere on a scooter, which will become an important point later. We will get to that. Tony Shalhoub just immediately trips over the scooter in one of the first scenes of the movie. Spills coffee all over himself. And just immediately, fuck you! Fuck you! Where's the fucking scooter? I'm gonna throw it out! Which is like the only time that he gets mad at his yeah. kids. Like his whole defining thing is just, I love my kids. Yeah, exactly. I'm dad. Yeah. But as a, as a father, I understood it immediately. I understood what? the thing. I'm just like, the, clean your shit up. But like, like, yes, but like, sorry. But like that, they should. They don't roll with that characterization of just no. a dude at his wits end. Yeah. Like his whole thing after this is just, I really want. I, I'm just really excited for my kids. I just oh love my, my kids. Yeah. Love I'm. Kids this is a great house. I love this house. I'm just yeah. really excited for my kids. Oh, my kids are in danger. I better go get my kids. Can you imagine rolling up on that house and being like, "Oh, this rocks." I, I like that was the most dude. They keep talking about how awesome this house is. That looks. It looks like a fucking insane. A reptile enclosure designed by the sharper image. Exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. It looks. It. It looks. It looks like a, like 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 a house that like it, it, it looks like 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 if like 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 what aliens would put humans in in, in an alien. It's like zoo. a terrarium. It's yes, a big exactly. old science house. Exactly. With all this like clockwork gadgetry that's like designed by some like model train pedophile. Just- <laughs> A steampunk model train pedophile. Yeah, yeah exactly. but, but anyway, they don't they don't get there yet because what needs to happen is this this lawyer shows up <laughs> and it's like, hey, your your uncle Cyrus F. Murray Abraham, who we didn't mention, but actually died during the initial like yeah, died during the initial black war. Also, also, he, also, he got make, juggernauted. Yeah, yeah. Also, also to make sense of this movie that has a shocking amount of 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 Lebanese Christians in it. Yeah, so this is this was actually a, the first studio film to have three Arab leads. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. In Shannon Elizabeth whose full name is Shannon Elizabeth Fadal, really her, uh, what's it called? Uh, 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 Tony Shaloub and then F Murray Abraham, uh, what's it called? Uh, whose real name is just Murray Abraham? <laughs> Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm yeah. Look it up. I'm pretty sure his his birth name is just Murray Abraham, which all I can imagine is he got to Hollywood and and they were like, oh buddy, there are a bunch of Murray Abrahams here. <laughs> but no, but but yeah, 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 yeah. All three of them, all three of them are are. Let's see. Tony Shalhoub is Lebanese Maronite Christian. Um, Shannon Elizabeth is is like Lebanese Syrian like like Christian. And then F. Mary Abraham, I want to say, is also Lebanese Christian. Mm-hmm. But yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So just, so that's how, you know what? That's how it might be 2000. <laughs> <laughs> so this. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great joke. You can right. fuck off. Right. Anyway. What's it got? Lawyer shows up. He's got a laptop and he pulls up this like fucking, fucking <laughs> like. This like he pulls up like Satanist QuickTime. It's like this video player where like the margins are all like obscure, like clearly like esoteric, esoteric yeah. symbols. Yeah, and, and they're all like, "This is fine. Yeah. This is good. That's an interesting laptop you've got there." And literally, the video begins. The video, which is I guess like a video will, which yes. is not how a video will works <laughs> at all. Like 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 it's like it's. Have you ever been to a will reading? 
I actually have not. But but their version of a will reading is like Oprah being like, and you're getting a car! Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not how it works. No, yeah. you go to the lawyer... Everyone goes to the lawyer at once. Mm. And this, you get a notice. It's like, or, or they do it right after the fucking funeral or something like that. Like, it's not how you do it. But anyway, no. But, like, yeah. But, yeah. No, it literally is. First off, the video of this video will, whatever the fuck, begins with F. Murray Abraham, right? It starts recording. <laughs> and he lights a, like, fancy cigarette. Yes. During it. He doesn't light it before until he was like, all right, now go. He couldn't fucking wait to smoke his cigarette. He yeah. needed to do it, sinisterly smoke his Fucking cigarette during the goddamn... Yes. Oh, my God. But then, yeah, no, and so he basically says to him, like, you know, hey, you know, because the whole thing is that Cyrus is, like, he's, like, this uncle, right, right? And they're, like, I didn't know we had an Uncle Cyrus in. And then, you know, Tony Shalhoub is, like, well, yeah, he, like, kind of stole and squandered all the family's money. And they were, like, we have family money. And he was, like, well, no, he squandered it all. Right. Right? But that's the thing. So he's just, On like, his science house. Exactly. <laughs> he squandered it all trying to get it kind of... Look, hell tr- trucks cost money, Matt. <laughs> just not just family money. Not just anyone can afford a cube. <laughs> just, 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 Cyrus, Cyrus, what could you need all that money for? Cubes. A cube. I have to have a cube to build the cube. Who built the cube? I've. Invested a lot of money in the movie Cube Two Hypercube. <laughs> that's a that's a sequel title formatting that doesn't get used often enough. Just, Cube, just the name Cube of the first two and and colon. Just yeah. no, just with the the name of the movie and then just with the hyper in front of it. Like everyone goes for like you know, uh, Break Two Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo or Aliens. Yeah, but like. <laughs> We just need a, like if if Alien Two wasn't Aliens but just Alien colon Hyper Alien, so much better, much better movie. We forgot about Matthew Lillard. Oh yeah, he he was a psychic. We, he's, we, a psych- we, we, he <laughs> he's a psychic. Yeah. yeah there you go. Check. Well, he's doing his Matthew Lillard thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a drug addicted manic psychic. We'll get back into it because he yeah. shows up later. Yeah. But so, but so, but so, but so they show this video, it's this video world, it's basically Cyrus being like, look, I know I was a shit heel my whole life, what's it called, right? Look, but you can have my big spooky mansion if exactly. you like. But here's the thing, the entire time, they're like having a fucking conversation with the goddamn video world, because it keeps minimizing, and then they'll be like, wait, wait, like, wait, so, wait, we get the whole house, and then we go back up and we'll be like... You get the whole house. <laughs> it just keeps going back and in this way of like it's, it's as if as as if Cyrus had anticipated every question they could have. Mm-hmm. It's as if it's almost as if he's not dead. Ooh. But okay, we're like ten minutes into the movie. Yeah, <laughs> so, this is there's a lot going on in yeah. this movie. So it's it's really hard in the year of our Lord two thousand to make. The setup of, okay, so the junior partner of Beelzebub, Mammon, and Azazel, Partners yeah. Incorporated. Yeah. Oh, my God. It actually came out October 26, 2001. Okay. There were, I wonder if it was protested. Let me check. You keep Why going. would it be protested? Well, I don't People were really racist back then. Okay, shut the fuck up. Okay. So it's it's really hard to. Am I wrong? Shut the fuck <laughs> up. I'm gonna spit into my cup, thank you. Alright, so. Uh, uh, uh. 
1960, when you were making a movie marketed to children, you can have the setup be... Your friendly evil lawyer would like you to spend a totally benign night in the spooky mansion that your dead Anton LaVey-ass uncle has yeah. gifted to you. There's nothing sinister going on here, wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Again, you can sell that to children in 1960. <clears throat> if you're going to do that in 2000 and have it be an R-rated thing that is marketed to an adult, you kind of need to have a take on that. Yeah. And well, they, they do have a take on they that. They don't really, though. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's not a it's not a gothic mansion. It's a it's a. Well, that, that's not really a thing. Like it, they. But I mean, in in not like I don't mean in terms like, but th- that's kind of they don't have a take. They just have new metal on top. Exactly. Of that's a, yeah. No, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like yes, this is like the sort of the attitude of this is kind of like hey, this is a self aware like post scream. Like, movie. Like, we've got Matthew yeah. Lillard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, with absolutely no self-awareness. Like, they, they don't, like, joke about the fact that, hey, we're all going to spend a night in this clearly haunted mansion. Yeah. Like, the, the characters aren't self-aware. The movie isn't self-aware. It's presented totally straight. Mm-hmm. As if you should just accept what this is, yeah. what's happening. Yeah. But just with this, like... Kick ass, yeah. really art, smash mouth. Well, here's the here's the thing. Here's Science the, house. Here's all pushback. Ultra. Here's all pushback. Sharper image. It is a well lit haunted mansion. <laughs> that's different. Except for the except for but the basement, of course. That's what I'm. That's no, no, no. That's decoration. I'm talking yes. about the actual like the superstructure of this movie. You. No. No, I'm talking about the 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 fundamental architecture of this movie. Well, I was just talking about architecture. Shut the fuck up! I'm going to murder you. I'm going to become a Hellraiser. Stick spikes all over me and live deliciously. No, wait, that's the witch. What is? What is the deliciously was the witch. Yeah. Yeah. No. What's the Hellraiser thing? Bro, I've never seen Hellraiser. Hellraiser is also one of those movies that I've always meant to see. Uh, uh, what is it? Hellraiser? Uh, they say I'm the Hellraiser. <laughs> say I'm the Hellraiser, bitch. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the Hellraiser. Man, I'm so funny. Also, it's not the Hellraiser. It's the Jackal. Thank you. Okay. Fine. Which is the one that they're all afraid of, and all it does is give you a really bad back scratch. <laughs> yes. But but anyway, my my point is just. Like, the actual architecture of this movie is exactly the same as the 1960 movie. And it, it, yeah. it expects you to accept this premise just because they have dressed it up to be extreme. Exactly, yes. Like, you, yes. Ha- you have to, like, do something to, like, make that work. You can't yeah. just set it in a sharper image science house yeah. and have all the ghosts be Hellraisers yeah. or badass. It would almost have been better if they just made it like a, uh, like a shot-for-shot remake. You know what I mean? Like I think, like I don't, I still don't think that would. Oh, wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been. Would have been a take. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah, could, yeah. You could have actually made this a like a scream type movie where the characters are self aware and it is commenting on the thing. Yeah. That would be a take. Yeah. yeah Again, yeah. I don't think they would have pulled it off like just based on the directorial talent I am seeing here. Yeah. But it would have yeah. been and an idea. A, not Wes Anderson. Who's the other one? Paul W. S. Anderson. No, who did Scream? Oh, Wes Craven? Yeah, Wes Craven. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. No, if they had Wes Craven to this movie, this could have been actually good. But Wes Craven had already done his version of this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but this is supernatural, not not slash. Okay. Yeah. Different. But... No, 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 no. I think that's a real difference in horror genre. Yeah, but I mean, he, but it, but, he'd, already, yeah. he'd already made his self-aware horror comedy, 
and just kept making it. So I guess, yeah, whatever. He could yeah. just make this instead of Scream 5. Exactly, yeah. yeah. They did but, five Screams. They did, I think they did four. But Okay, I'm sorry that they didn't do that. <laughs> I apologize. But anyway, no. But so, but so they go to the spooky house. They go to the spooky house, and it's, like, not spooky because it is actually, like, incredibly, like, well-lit. Which is, like, like to an insane amount. So, like, literally, like, them being in the house is not spooky. It was a little spooky for me because I'm, like, oh, yeah, there were ghosts in there. I knew that. But, like, it's not, like, 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 like you ever seen a spooky old house? You're, like, man, that's a spooky old house. This is not a spooky-looking house. The woods around it are spooky-looking. No, again, it's, like, all glass. It's all glass and, like, modern. And full of, like, but full of, like, doodads. Yeah, it doesn't look like a house. No, again, it literally looks like a reptile enclosure. Exactly, yeah. Like a series of glass rooms with spooky writing on yeah. them. I, no, I think I hit the nail on the head when it looks like 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 if aliens abducted us and put us in a zoo. Yeah, it looks like a terrarium. Is, yeah, exactly, yes. Yeah. This is what they were... They, 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 they'd be like, this is what humans like. But they all kept being like, oh, this house is great. Yeah, that, wow, what an incredible... Versus like, if I were up in that house, I'd be like, I'm staying in a fucking hotel. This, is not, this is not a house. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd, be, I'd be like... This I'm, is a fucking Spencer's gift. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, I am fucking selling this house. Yeah. I am immediately... I don't think I could sell this house. Exactly, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But, oh, you say you left me a lot of money? Okay, well then I will use that money to buy a different house. Yeah. I'm not fucking living in this house. No. Idiot. But they do find an obituary for Cyrus, which is printed up in a newspaper that just has in a big headline as if it is front page news noted explorer. No, it's noted adventurer. Adventurer, which again, you it's something you can call someone in nineteen sixty. In like a post Vietnam world, everyone knows explorer just means like exotic rapist. Exactly. I was gonna say, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, very specific type of Taurus, not saying which type. Yeah. Uh, dies. Yeah. Yeah, what's it called? Yeah. Love the golden triangle for some reason. Yeah, who yeah, it's just it's just the weather there, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what they love about it so what much. What is left to explore? Other than like Jacques Cousteau, like yeah, who's, exactly, yeah. who's actually exploring? No, literally, that is the the one thing left to explore. Okay, we can't talk. No, about the, the one thing left to explore is the one thing that we have only explored three percent of. We've actually explored more of space than we have explored of 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 this one thing that we have not explored. Matt, we've already had this conversation. Shut the fuck up. They exist. They do. They're down there in the depths. We've only explored three percent of the sea, Rob. Okay, so Matthew Lillard shows back up. He's pretending to be like a power guy, like a power company employee, but he's actually there because, again, he was a psychic who was hired by Cyrus yeah. to, like, track ghosts. Yeah. He goes and pokes around a little bit because they're all just like, sure, stranger, we don't need to see any documentation. Just walk around our yeah, big house. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta, you know, hey. You got, I you got a jumpsuit on? You're yeah. good to go, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, be like, shouldn't you have called first? And also, why are you here in the middle of the night? Right. Yeah. So he goes and pokes around in the basement, finds that, oh no, there are a bunch of Hellraisers and cubes. Mm-hmm. Which, but, and like, whatever. I really wish, like, I could say, like, Rob is, like, being, like, dramatic, but. No, and, like, the presence of yeah. Hellraisers gives him, like, psychic cum seizures. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like, well, hold on, hold on. It's like half Hellraisers and then, like, half American Horror Story characters. Yes. Yes, that but, is what it is. Yeah. But every time he notices him, he goes, like, Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. scoops out. Yeah, he talks. <laughs> Oops, out. He totally. I will say. I think. Out. I think he is closest to getting the tone of this movie. Yes. Or at least yes. the tone this movie should yes. have. Yes. Matthew Lillard knew what type of movie he was making and was just like, you know, yeah, that's fine. You know, make it. This is what they have paid me for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He was like, I think he was the only one that was at all like zen about making this movie. 
No, this that Zen is not a word you can apply to this performance. Yeah, I think you can apply Zen to it. Because again, he is just like his whole performance is just I am on cocaine and having a seizure. Exactly. And go. Elizabeth is not a good actress. She's very pretty. She is a. Everyone in this movie sucks. I don't know that you can even judge her acting talent based. Tony Shalhoub and F. Murray Abraham are bad in this movie. I don't think you can like reasonably judge Shannon Elizabeth's acting talents based on 13 Ghosts. I think I just did. <laughs> I guess it's just She's definitely bad as fuck in this movie. She's but <laughs> she's, she's in this movie. She just she walks in. She's just like, wow. She, she literally walks into like I want to say like five or six different rooms, just going like. Wow! Like, over and over. Oh, yeah, so she's, like, super excited because there's a bathroom. She gets <laughs> perfume! She gets so horny for the for this fucking bathroom that's this totally shitty, like... It's, it's like a bathroom! But, like, it's not even a good bathroom. It's like a real, like, real janky, like, just... Weird-looking bathroom. Yeah, it's, it's like a Coke guy bathroom. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No, no, no. I lived in this house that uh, when I was in L.A. that was, like... Very clearly, like, a Persian Coke dealer's house yeah. that was just, like, a lot of white marble and shit like that. And I was just, like, and I remember just, like, walking around and just being, like, man, I want to, I would love to meet whoever thought that yeah. this was cool. Because yeah. it looks like shit. Yeah, so she's, yeah. she's poking around Scarface's bathroom. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and one of, one of the, one of the ghosts or Hellraisers or whatever, I, she's more of an American horror story character. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But there's, she, there's, there's a girl. And she's she's kind of sexy, but she's also kind of twisted. Yeah. She walks around naked, but covered in blood, and she's got these scissors. Yeah. And she, so so Shannon Elizabeth. No, 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 no. It's not scissors. It's a big knife. You're probably right. I don't yeah. care. But but she <laughs> she's 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 in the bathtub, and like Shannon Elizabeth is because they can't see the ghost. You need special glasses to see the ghost, which yep. is just just an homage to again the like the. Spectro vision, exactly, which is literally what the they called it. Yeah, from the like original movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you need your special three D spectro vision glasses exactly. to see the ghosts. But anyway, so she can't see that the ghost is in the bathtub, but she's like checking out the bathtub and like running her hands under the water. It is a bathtub. It's just a regular fucking bathtub. I have lived in but some she's shitty so places. horny for it. But like, but but. The like the the sexy evil ghost is like she's there in the bathtub and they keep cutting back and forth from Shannon Elizabeth to the ghost. Yeah. And the ghost is like you're you're supposed to be scared, but the look on the ghost's face is literally just like, uh, <laughs> occupied. <laughs> I'm just, in here. Thank like, you. It's just it is such a just like what the it is it is literally it is literally like. Like, 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 the look that would be on your face if you were in the bathtub and someone you didn't know walked in, but not in, like, a menacing way, and they were just like, oh, my God, a bathtub, and started yeah. fucking around with your bathtub. And you were, and like, just, too embarrassed to say anything because yeah. you kind of can't believe it's happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, again, they're not hurting you or anything like that. Yeah. It's not, like, a scary thing. It's just they're, fucking weird. It's just weird. And they're literally and not acknowledging you. Yeah. Yes, that is the look on this ghost's face, but it's supposed to be just kind of, like... But it's supposed to be like spooky, I guess. I mean, it's supposed it's supposed to be tense. Yes. But it's it's it plays as awkward. Yeah. And also, like the movie, every scene that is supposed to be scary, because they're they're like 
at, at, at every moment there are like three different things happening. So Shannon Elizabeth is in the bathroom, but also like Tony Shalhoub is talking to the lawyer. And no, like, no, 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 no. At that point, the lawyer is dead. Yeah, he gets cut in half. He gets in. In what I will say is an amazing kill. Oh yeah, like there aren't enough kills in this movie, but the ones there are for the most part are actually pretty solid. Yeah, I will always appreciate a good cut in half guy. Yeah, yeah, and and, and, and it's and, one of those where like he gets cut in half, but like by like a real fine like pane of glass, and like he kind of sits there for a moment, and then only just after a moment kind of slides one half away from the other. Yeah, it's real solid. Yeah, 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 and it's and it's like down, and it's like. Down, the, I'm trying to describe how it's like down the middle horizontally. Yes. Right, 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 right. But not like down like his nose, like down like his head, like literally, like 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 a like a like a silly putty egg. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Split end from end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like you see like half of his brain and everything yeah. like that. It is it is a solid kill. But what happens is but, but when when he takes the money off of some sort of contraption, it starts releasing ghosts. Yeah. What's it called? And it releases. That's how it releases the uh, the cut up lady. And then later, the maid. Yeah. Uh, in a totally throwaway line, is like, "Where's the lawyer? Where'd the lawyer go? Did he split? Yeah. Did the lawyer split? Which is, I was like, shut the fuck up. But but anyway, going going back to my original point. So yeah. we got we've got this scene that is supposed to be tense in the bathroom. Yeah. And this is something that applies to every scene scene that is supposed to be scary. Because there are always three like three different things happening at the same time. So she's in the bathroom, but also like the maid and the son are checking out a bedroom, and Tony Shalhoub is talking to Matthew Lillard, yeah. who's trying to tell him there are ghosts, but cannot utter the word ghosts. So it For takes some him, like, reason. Yeah, he says revenant. Revenant, uh, spec spectral remainder ghosts. He runs through like ten like technical science terms mm-hmm. for ghosts. Because yeah, which, I mean, revenant I isn't even accurate, though. You know what a revenant is? I thought revenant meant ghost. No, 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 no. A revenant is basically like a. It's a. It's like halfway between like a zombie and a ghost, where it is like where it is like. It, but a revenant is literally like a reanimated corpse, right. basically. That's why. That's why the movie about Hugh Glass is called The Revenant, is right. because they were like, he's dead. Right. We saw you get mauled by a. Yeah, he's. Yeah. He comes back, and it's something that comes back. For like vengeance, right? You know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. Which like, which like, but like these are these are ghosts, right? Anyway, anyway. sorry. As a, as a, as a as a as a as a hunter of the paranormal and a and, and a battler of demons myself. Mm-hmm. But but with every sorry to talk shop throughout the whole movie, there's always like one character doing one thing, another doing another. Yeah. Someone else somewhere else, and the movie is constantly cutting between them. Yeah, it's like it's uh it's almost nauseating. Yes, and it totally deflates yeah. any tension. Because the thing that makes something scary is having to sit with it and mm-hmm. wait for it to happen. Yeah. Every time you cut away from it, you are relieving that tension. Yeah, if you think you about are it, letting yeah. the you are letting the audience catch their breath. Yeah, if you really think about it, what a horror movie basically is is just a series of vignettes of well, not of vignettes, but of like but of like but of like but of like of like of like scenes of of like of like it's of like a, one character and you follow that one character up until like basically like a chapter end whether it's them getting killed or something or else right right and then you switch to another thing right it's you it's, let that tension build and then clap. it's a series it's a series of like climaxes yeah exactly yeah. yes 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 but yes. you don't cut away right the movie again the movie is constantly letting you catch your breath exactly like, in terms of like detriment to like. The intended effect. This might be the most poorly edited movie I've ever yeah. seen. 
Yeah. Like, just yeah. the editing is actively working against what the movie is trying to accomplish. Yeah. There are some... These ghosts are... Like, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's the one thing that I think that I can give them credit for. It's like, yeah, okay, the ghosts look ridiculous. But they're, like, fucked up looking and scary. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's good creature design. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, but, and it's also very, like... 2001 creature design yeah. too yeah you know right where everything was kind of yeah a little new metal a little like proto uh rob zombie-ish yeah you know what i mean right but like but like yeah but like but 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 like, but like they are freaky looking but like yeah you're right it completely like like i watched this i've watched this movie many, many times when i was a kid of course it scared the shit out of me when yeah. i was like 10 yeah yeah this yeah, movie yeah. really scared me this really, movie freaked me out but like yeah as like a fully grown adult watching this movie i was like this is not scary no no not even a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and the only thing that really scared me when I was a kid was the, like, freaky-looking people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was purely just the creature design. Yeah. You know what I mean? It had nothing to do with, like, with, like, with, like any other part of them. I, I at no point felt any, like, what's going to Maybe I did, like, a little bit, but I think that was mostly because I was 10, and I didn't really know how movies worked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine being, like, a grown adult and watching this and being, like, damn, that that was so scary. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, no. I mean, I mean, what else can we really say? I mean, I mean, I mean, what's it called? Do, you know, what we need to get into. What do we need to get into? The Oculus Inferno. Hold, okay, hold on. before we get to that, there's just one. Oh yeah, go for it. I want I want to hit a little just like. Yeah, because we need to talk about the actual like like plot. We'll get to uh, the, but, yeah, but, yeah, but there's yeah, a lot yeah, of like yeah. middle nonsense. Yeah, where they're just exactly. Kinda, like going around the house, spooky things are happening. They're trying to find the sun. The the, the right because the sun has gone down into the basement because he hears a a spooky voice calling him be like, "Come down here." Hold on, no, he hears two spooky voices. Right. One saying, "Come down here," and one saying, calling him by name and saying, "Do not come down right. here." And the son, being a a reasonable teenager, is like, "Oh boy, my sister is having fun with me. Better check out the murder basement." Not even my sister having fun with me. My sister is fucking with me because he goes down and goes like, "Stop doing that, sis," or whatever the hell. When there's literally you're hearing a voice saying, "Do not come down here," and also "Come down here," and then do and then and then calling out whatever the fuck his <laughs> fucking name is. Do not call him by name. Just. Uh, <laughs> But the thing I really want to note is finally one of the Hellraisers attacks him, and this motherfucker flees a ghost on a Razor scooter. <laughs> He's like, oh no! And pedals away on a fucking scooter. It is incredible. It is so 2001. It is the most 2001 shit I've ever fucking seen. It's so cool. He's just on a Razor scooter that you know yeah. he like fucking pestered the shit out of his dad for. So, like, you know, the, uh, like, Tony Shalhoub and Matthew Lillard are trying to find it. At some point, Matthew Lillard changes into an outfit that I can only describe as, like, cocaine vampire. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Very cocaine vampire. Yes. Yeah. Or, like, vampire swinger. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely a vampire that I'd be like, hey, you want to fuck my... <laughs> <laughs> can I watch you fuck my... Can I watch you fuck my undead wife? <laughs> He's got the like like the Goodfellas collar. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got like the Goodfellas collar. No, no, no. He's wearing like, yeah, Goodfellas collar, you know, sports jacket, no tie, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like did, real... like did he bring a travel bag with him? I didn't yeah. see it. Yeah, no, 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 no. Why he was is... wearing it well, he was wearing a sports coat under his coveralls? <laughs> after after the haunt thing began, he's yeah. like, let me pop upstairs into the master bedroom. I know of, I know yeah. there's some stuff stored up there. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. I, I would love to see like a thing of him like kind of like just going through various looks and just kind of yeah. like yeah, yeah. And you, you know what? I'm gonna say sports coat on. I'm gonna say so sports coat. Let on. me let me ask you this: 
What is Matthew Lillard's plan in this movie? Um. Why did he come to the house? <laughs> Was it to warn them? Because if not, why not, like, tell them before they go to the house? <laughs> that seems like the ideal warning setting. Like, hey, don't go to the murder house. Not show up to the murder house and be like, hey, we're all about to be murdered. Sorry to let you know. He but... didn't even know that there were ghosts in there. <laughs> Remember the beginning? He... He's surprised that there are ghosts. He's like, oh no, there yeah. are Hellraisers in the basement. I'm coming, I'm Matthew Lillard. <laughs> I lost my phone. phone. And then, no, and then, and then, but he's not even there to get all of his money that, 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 um, that Cyrus owes him, right? Because he's literally just like, you guys, I, we, I'm leaving. You guys have to follow me. We all have to leave here. And then Tony Shalhoub gets him to not leave by saying like, I'll pay you the rest of the money that you're owed. Yeah. There's a, God, Rob, you're right. Why is he there? I, th- I think because they could get Matthew Lillard. Exactly. Yeah. If you can get Matthew Lillard, you're going to... Listen, it's a pro-Matthew Lillard podcast. Listen, it's a pro-Matthew Lillard co- co- podcast, but Matthew Lillard is also very gettable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I almost feel like we could get Matthew Lillard on the podcast. <laughs> like, almost. Yeah. Like, if we, like, really pestered him for a while, if we had, like, a... If we had maybe, instead of two people, four people listen... <laughs> Yeah, so, so I mean, a bunch of stuff happens. They talk about exo bar glass a lot, which yeah. sure, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. A Hellraiser yeah. like corners Shannon Elizabeth spells. and like immediately just what does she do? She cuts up Shannon Elizabeth's shirt. Yes. So sh- shows off them boobies a little bit. Oh yeah, not enough though. Yeah, there was a real part of this. Where, where, where I, I can't remember what part. I can't remember if it was that or if it was Alien or, or both. But I went, am I gonna see boobs? <laughs> but. Anyway, so eventually the, like, ghost Greenpeace lady shows up and starts talking about the spirit reclamation business. Yeah. Like, okay. And then, hold on, then Tony Shalhoub asks an amazing question. How did you get in here? (laughs) To which the movie says, don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like the movie, the movie, I will say, does answer the question, but in the most don't worry about it way because... No, it's literally just, uh, the house the shifted, house shifted but and I ran in. It won't do it again, don't worry about exactly. it. Exactly, yeah, 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 but then I ran in, and then, and then, and then, and then but then, no follow-up question of like, wait, you knew the house was gonna shift? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, it's, they don't, they don't say that though, they're just like, oh, okay. The, the script just had shrug emoji there. Exactly, yeah. exactly. No, it's incredible. amazing. It was actually very uh, like a lot of foresight there. They didn't yeah. to know that the truck emoji would exist in two thousand one. Yeah, no, no, it really is a movie ahead of its time. I will yeah. say, <laughs> like okay, like she she goes back into the, like the ghost slavery thing, which you just you cannot keep playing this like ghost underground railroad card when you have a fucking mammy in your movie in two thousand one. When you have not only do you have a mammy, when 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 when, when listen listen listen. I listen. I'm I'm a historian by trade. All right. I'm a historian by trade. All right. And mm-hmm. by education. I'm right. And by profession. Right. But here's. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Pretty sure no slaves were hellraisers. <laughs> no slaves were hellraisers. Although speaking of which, what's it called? One of the slaves, though. One of the slaves, or one of the slaves, well, what's it called? One of the uh, characters. One of, one of the Hellraisers? The person that you keep calling the Hellraiser. 
All right, listen, I know we were going to read about the ghost at the end, but can I read you just the one of the hammer? The hammer. He, is he the, he's the big boy? He's the big boy Hellraiser. Yeah. So the, they really, they build up the big boy a lot. Like, it's like, you know, he's the one who doesn't get out of his, his cube yeah. immediately. Like, you just, you keep saying, you keep seeing the big boy. And he's, yep. he's a big boy. He's and he's got, not even supposed to be the most dangerous one. Because the but, most, but. But he's the big boy. He's the big boy. No, the one that Matthew Lillard really freaks out about is the jackal, who, again, just seems to get very bad back scratches. Yeah. Yes. He's like a dude who, like, he's like a cat. Yes, but, exactly. But, but there's the big boy. There's and big he keeps boy. seeing the big boy behind that glass, and he's got railroad spikes in him, and he's big. Yep. And like, oh, man, when the big boy gets out, there's going to be some business. Yeah. And then the big boy gets out, and it's like, hey, you know, he, like, he kind of he he, messes Matthew Lillard up a little bit, but, like, you mean... It was incredibly anticlimactic. Yeah, it's like, I like all of all of the best kills are like in the beginning of this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, when, because when, you get the big boy and you get the juggernaut who are supposed to be like, like the the big boy who who's called the hammer in the movie, mm-hmm. the jackal who's the one that gives all the bad back scratches, and then the juggernaut are supposed to be the three most dangerous ones. Mm-hmm. And you literally get the juggernaut is supposed to be the most dangerous evil ghost, and. Uh, the hammer, right? The big boy, right? Mm-hmm. You get them double teaming Matthew Lillard, and it is so anticlimactic. We get, I mean, you get another like solid back break, which I would, you know, in most movies would be like, yeah, hell yeah. But you've already topped that back break in the first scene. In the first fucking when you get a you get a dude folded all the way backwards like a fucking Samsonite case, like into a goddamn. Car. Yeah, if you then just like pick up a dude and kind of snap him over a beam, like they don't even really snap him; they just like break his back. Yeah, like 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 you want to see a better back break? Uh 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 uh. Dark Knight Rises, Bane to Batman. Honestly, a much better back break than mm. this one. Honestly, I'm. I I mean, again, I would be happy with this back break, but you have to escalate your kills. Like, yeah, they actually decline in this movie. Like they get worse. Like yeah. There's the, I mean, the best one is the initial back break. Lawyer getting cut in half, pretty cool. Yeah. Matthew Lillard getting his back broken, all right. You know, you already yeah. topped it, but mm, you still, you know. That's, and, and then, then you get the the Ghostbuster lady or ghost ghost Greenpeace lady gets like a really bad like CGI just smush that feels yeah. like totally rushed. Yeah, yeah, but but they don't even show the the fulfillment of the smush. They show her getting like starting to get yeah. smushed. And like, and then that's it. Like, show me the whole smush. And then, how does F. Murray Abraham die again? He gets chopped up into pieces. The ghosts throw him into the like gyrating. Oh, thing. that's right. It's just it's like yeah. It but like, like they, CGI. Yeah, it's yeah. dumb CGI. Yeah, it's real stupid, real anticlimactic. Yeah. I mean, you could have done something that were practical effects that might have actually been kind of nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like they just because you do the practical effects with the goddamn lawyer. Yeah, they do, they and do. it works. And and it's like, and, and I remember it's, watching. It's all, again. It's only the last two kills, the smush and the and F. Murray Abraham that are CGI, and they suck. Right. The practical effects of the lawyer, like that is that is for all the faults of this movie, of which there are only a handful, right? But of all the <laughs> faults of this movie, that is like a perfect like horror movie kill. Like that is a perfect like 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 the panes of glass I mean, closing, cutting you in half. Like the, like, like you see the 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 dissected brain. Yeah. Right, and the blood, and it's right, and the like still alive for a second, still a little bit of consciousness as the as the. As I mean, it's blood not it's brain. not a perfect kill because the setup to it is is ass like everything else in this movie. No, the setup to it is that he says to the to the to the cut up lady naked lady, he says he says to her nice tits. 
And yeah. then she gets out, and then he goes, oh, it was just a joke. Right. Right? Yeah, I mean, the, the movie is incapable of, like, building tension or anything, as we've talked about. So, like, but the, the actual moment of the kill itself, like, yeah, solid. Yeah, Good yeah, effects yeah, work. I mean, I mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Cool in terms of, like, the effects work and in terms of, like, just, like, you... Because you, you're expecting is, him to just get stabbed to death by this fucking yeah. lady. It is a cool kill, but as with everything, foreplay matters. Exactly. Yeah. No, it absolutely no foreplay does matter. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And this movie again just sucks at foreplay. Like it keeps like trying to like get started, but every time you start making out, maybe feeling a boob, it takes a break to like go gardening. Yeah, like no, read the paper, yeah. and then yeah. comes back like, oh, you re- are you ready to fuck now? Mm-hmm. Like, we got a kill ready for you, but like I know we kind of like yeah. just took a break to like do our taxes, but like now we're ready to fuck. Listen, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to paint a scene with you, all right? You're making out with a beautiful, beautiful woman, right? You're making out, right? Right, and then she, right, and then her phone rings, and then she goes, oh, wait, oh, oh, my God, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, I got to answer this, right? It's work, right? And then she leaves, and then she comes back in, and then she just drops her pants, and she's just like, all right, you ready to plow? Right? Yeah. It, it, it is, like, that disjointed where you're like, that's how, that's what the editing in this movie yeah, is. Yeah, 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 where it's like, where it's like, I mean, yeah, I'll plow, but, like, bro, like, you know, I'm worth it, you know? <laughs> But, but so let me read you. Yeah, so tell, tell me about the big boy. The hammer. The big boy. No, he, he's not the hammer. He's the, he's big, the big boy. boy. He is the big boy. Big boy. He is, and I cannot describe this to you enough, folks. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. That's that, one big boy right there. That, you, you get some crawdads in that? Make some jumbo? <laughs> Turlet? A happy and honest family man and blacksmith. George... Markley. Mm, love a good blacksmith boy. Mar- Mark- Mar- M-A-R-K-E-L-E-Y. Which- Markley? Markley? That's not a name. That Malarkey? Sounds- you know what that sounds like? It sounds like that Japanese baseball game. With the Bobs and Dugnut? <laughs> I have another kid. I'm naming him Bobson. But anyway. <laughs> uh, was falsely accused of stealing by a higher-up named Nathan. And threatened... By the way, this is all done in the DVD extras. They all have F. Murray Abraham read this. You already said that. Okay, I just wanted to make sure everyone... You forgot what you said 30 minutes ago. It's it's a real struggle. A happy and honest family man and blacksmith. George Markley... You're going backwards. I sure am. Was falsely accused of stealing by a higher-up named Nathan. And threatened... A higher-up blacksmith? Is a blacksmith an artisan? It's just just you, right? I mean, he could he could be like an apprentice, maybe a dreaming. No, right, maybe, maybe. Okay, and threatened with exile maybe, from maybe their just, old he, western town, <laughs> where he works for like blacksmith incorporated. <laughs> yeah. George refused to leave, and his family was lynched by Nathan and his band of thugs while walking home from the town market one day, seeking justice in the corrupt town. George took his blacksmith hammer and killed those responsible. But the townsfolk chained him to a tree and drove railroad spikes into his body. And left his left hand was cut off and a hammer was crudely attached to it. His ghost is one of the more angry spirits and is partially responsible for Dennis's death. Dennis is, is Matthew Lillard's character. But uh, I want to I, I make sure you know, uh, the hammer is a black gentleman. Okay. Yeah, the hammer is a black... Yeah, what's it called? Oh, you didn't know that? I mean, he's black in the movie. Yeah, he's black. Yeah, no, 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 no. So basically, his whole backstory, right, with this whole like weird like ghost slavery thing, is that literally his family was lynched. His family okay. was lynched, and then and then. But hold on, I just want to. This is the part that stuck out to me. Uh, um, what's it called? So the townsfolk chained him to a tree, right? Which is not not how you execute someone, right? 
drove railroad spikes into him, and then his left hand was cut off and a hammer was crudely attached to it. Why? What? What is that? What? Why? They were building a Hellraiser. They were building a Hellraiser. So but, that's, that's, that is the quality my, of Black Story we have. Or, or, or Black, Black, Black. Of Black Story? Jesus Christ, man. Well, it's because of Blacksmith. It's 20, it's 20, I, did I say it's, it's 2012. 20, it's 2012. 2012. Yeah. World's ending. Yeah. But I, I, my eyes glazed over for 90% of that. Which is kind of the problem with this part of the movie, because once the ghost Greenpeace lady shows up, you just get heavy into lore. Yeah. And it's like, she's talking about the Oculum Infinity the and Oculum the, Inferno. Shut the Oculus fuck Inferno. up. Oculus Inferno. Oculus Inferno. You've said four different things. This is the last one. And the, like, the tarot of... The Eye of Hell. The, dark, the Black Tarot. The Black Tarot, Dark Astrology. It's just, you wander far and wide yep, across yep. the hills the and dales area. of nonsense. And it takes fucking forever. Yep. Then ten minutes later, they repeat it all again, <laughs> just in case you forgot. Yes, you did. And it all <laughs> just... Because you weren't paying attention, because it's boring. It all just resolves into... He, F. Murray Abraham wants Tony Shalhoub to sacrifice himself. Yeah. You cannot cannot give me that much nonsense you cannot give it to me period and you cannot give it to me just to justify the most boring warmed over hero sacrifice bs yes like if that's where you're trying to get just go there yeah i will be i won't be happy with it but at least take the quick road from point a to point b you don't need to take a 15 minute detour through like the Arabic alphabet and Mandarin characters. Just go from A to B. But Rob, you needed to know about the Black Zodiac. <laughs> well, the one thing I do love about that is, you know, they're, you know, they're the, the, like the 13 characters yeah. in the Zodiac. <laughs> and his wife is one of them. His wife yeah. is one of the ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. But, let me read. Let me read them. Let me read. Let me just read out what they are. The, the, no, the no, 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 no. Matt, I refuse. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna go the whole thing. I'm just gonna read out what they're called so that you can hear. You can hear the ridiculousness of these. Okay, do it. Do it. The firstborn son. The torso. The bound woman. The withered lover. That's his. Um. By the way. By the way. Did you notice that they gave him an ethnic last name? Yes, he's yeah. Greek. Yeah, he's Greek. Yeah, Criticos. They're just like, they're just like oh, all these people are too tan for them to be like Jane Smith. So, 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 so the withered lover, the torn prince, the angry, the angry princess, the pilgrimess, the great child, the dire mother, the hammer, the jackal, and the juggernaut. See, my favorite thing about that is you've you've got this whole this whole long chain of like twelve. I think it's actually 12 in the Zodiac plus F. Marie Abraham. Or I guess actually, as it turns out, plus Tony Shalhoub is the intent. He's the 13th ghost. That's right. But, but anyway, you've got, you've got 12 ghosts. <clears throat> He's the 12 ghosts of the Zodiac. Yeah. And F. Marie Abraham, you know, gathered them in order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, the wife is just number four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would think she'd be like... The first or the, the last, or the last like a yeah. position of prominence, yeah. just yeah. nah, fourth, yeah, yeah. fourth, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's yeah. just a stop along the yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's literally just like she, like, she is, she is number four. She is number. That's that's a joke about a 
terrible forgotten YA movie from like 2011, I Am Number Four, which is memorable only oh. for having a really dumb title. Yeah, I am number four. Yeah, what's it about? No, we um, have for what are, we just like. Yeah, really, oh, 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 oh! You're number four because this movie's number two. <laughs> yes, Woo! I remember that movie primarily because we would like collect like ephemera in my college apartment and just had it had a like poster as one of us had gotten for free of I am number four like hanging in our apartment for like three years just because. We also stood, like next to a picture, next to a, a, a like another poster of Frankenweenie. <laughs> Those are two. Like any any free thing that was handed out in the student union, we would just put up because we thought it was funny. <laughs> that's a, that's a pretty good bit. Yeah, actually. that's a pretty yeah. No, God, man, I'm gonna start going to student unions and, and uh, that I'm, would not be creepy. <laughs> no, no, we'll just. Hi, I'm recently uh, divorced uh, and uh, hanging out with the coeds. <laughs> Nothing to see here. I just start, I just go back to college and start trying to sit in and just be like, I bought it. <laughs> do you have any do you have any movie posters? No, but 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 the several things. First off, the firstborn said he's supposed to be a ghost of a little boy who loved to pretend to be a cowboy. He's dressed up as an Indian. Alright? Listen, I'm calling I'm saying this is a bad movie. But anyway, but so, yeah. so one thing I wanna one more thing I wanna say about the interminable scene of the exposition lore dump is so there's a podcast called blank check but actually it's a re, it's it's another film podcast it's really good i think it is actually the closest to like what our podcast would be if we were good at doing this great like it yeah. is it is like a very similar like you and me dynamic yeah where there's like kind of a you know a, a a bossier and more pretentious one and then you know sort of a scamp um, and they, I'm the bossy one. They actually, they also have a Keegan. <laughs> do they actually? They actually do have a Keegan. Oh my like, god! That's where our podcast falls like, apart. Is that we don't have a their Keegan. Produ- their producer is this guy who, like, they'll every once in a while they'll ask him, like, what do you think of the movie?" And be like, "I think, I think they should have had a, they should, the, they should have bigger guys." <laughs> Just say something like that. Such a Keegan thing to say. But, but anyway, they they came up with this rule that like. In any kind of like genre movie like this, you, if you if you're gonna give me an exposition dump in each sentence, there cannot be more than one word that isn't a word you recognize. Mm-hmm. Like you can't like you can't have Oculus Infinarum and yeah. Black Zodiac in the same sentence. Yeah, you give me one alien piece of information at a time. Otherwise, I just get lost in your fucking nonsense salad. Mm-hmm. This movie violates this rule. All over the place. Yes, sir, it does. Like you are just wandering through yes. thickets of bullshit. Well, because the whole the whole thing is, and what it comes down to, is that this is all a way that was done by this by this by this possessed monk Bramulus. Bramulus. Bramulus or yeah. This is a name you're supposed to take seriously. Bramulus, yes. Bramulus. Who was a monk that that wrote this that wrote this book that's called the like I want to say Necronomicon, but I think they actually have a name for the book that I can't remember because the Bullshitagon. The Bullshitagon, exactly. Yeah, but like, but like, but like, 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 like the whole point of that is that is that you can use these ghosts. He, the, the whole house is a machine. It's not actually a house. It's a machine, right? 
You do some, you do some, do you do some doodads. You get some ghosts, and you get to go to the Oculus Infernum, which means the Eye of Hell. See, we're we're doing we're doing the thing that they're doing, where we're getting lost in a ton of bullshit. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> That's the, the thing. thing is, the thing that counts, the thing that takes so fucking long to get to. F. Murray Abraham has gathered all these ghosts, and he's trying to trick Tony Shalhoub into sacrificing himself so that he can open up an eye to hell so Just that he can so he be... can get ultimate power can... we don't need to talk about the fucking eye of hell he thinks <laughs> he'll get is waving his arms like he's trying to flag down a fucking ambulance challenge on the play challenge on the play so out of bounds foul Listen, no he just wants Oculus ulti- Inferno he I'm wants looking a- up the name of the book he wants ultimate power that's it. He wants Tony Shalhoub to die so that he can get ultimate power. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. And guess the, what? He's alive. Yeah. Which I like. I I feel like there were like two or three important scenes cut out of this movie because I don't get what his deal was. What do you mean? <laughs> like, I get that he was faking his death. But he was alive, but why? Yeah. Why did he do that? Yeah. Why not just, why not just literally, literally, here's what you do. You know, the lawyer be like, oh, uh, uh, we got this house. Oh, you've inherited this house. Oh, okay. Oh, come to this house. And then he immediately comes, he immediately comes and is just like, right, right, right. And the is like, wait, Uncle Cyrus, you're still alive? Yes, I am. And this is a gun. I'm going to kill your children unless you kill yourself. Right. right. Here's here. I have a gun. Here's another gun. The gun has one bullet. What's it called? My lawyer also has a gun. We're gonna shoot your kids unless you kill yourself. You only have one bullet. You have one bullet. You don't have enough. You don't have enough bullets for both of us. We have enough bullets, and there are two of us, so that we could kill your children. Right? Sacrifice yourself right now. Right? But okay. But boom. I just. Oh my God! I solved thirteen ghosts. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No. Yes, but- I did. But, Folks, rewind it. Tell me if I solved it. But, but, but. <laughs> you, doesn't, like they keep. You're so mad because I because I literally just designed this foolproof system in which case he gets ultimate power. Well, that's that's the other thing. Like he keeps talking about. Like he keeps like in the final scene he keeps being like, to Tony. He keeps saying to Tony Shalhoub like, "You don't understand the power you have." Yeah. And like Matthew Lillard says something like that too. Like, what power are they talking about? Yeah. Wait, I feel I feel like there the were the power s- of love because it's the most powerful <laughs> thing in the world. I feel like there were several important scenes cut out of this movie. Yes, that they're just like this needs to be ninety minutes. Yes, because because that's a thing people will do with movies that they know is going to be a bomb. They'll just be like, we need to cut it down so that there can be more show times in the first weekend, so that we can make as much money as possible before word gets out that this sucks. And, and, so, and so because like I literally will choose a movie sometimes and I'll just be like. All right, ninety minutes. I can watch that. You know what I mean? Wait, I mean, it's not even that. It's yeah, like, yeah. Well, well, if it's this ninety is minutes, streaming, so this is if it's streaming. ninety minutes versus ten, like versus two hours, you might get like I don't know six showings in a day versus five. Four, yeah, five yeah. or four, yeah, yeah, yeah depending, yeah, 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 and and, and yeah, yeah, because this is all pre-streaming too. Yeah, 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 and and so that's the thing, right? And, and and so that's the thing is that like yeah, like I mean it it it, it first off, I would have loved I would love to see a director's cut of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> make you watch it make you watch it like the like the like the pig you are make you suffer make you squeal oh my god that would be great but no but so yeah, and that's the thing they keep saying like the power you have and it's like 
you were asking me to kill myself so that you can have the power. What are you talking about? Yeah, I genuinely, yeah. I genuinely don't know what is happening at the end of this movie. Yeah, like, like the, I know that he's trying to get him to kill himself because he needs yeah. the Oculus Infinite. The Oculus Infernal. Yes, sure, whatever, yeah. fuck it, who cares? Yeah. Let's all kill ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tony Shalhoub should have killed us himself, and we all should join him. Exactly, absolutely. Yeah, no, no, because it ends with like the kids are in like this like spinning, uh, gyroscope. Type deal. I don't know. They're in a big spinny razor it's blade. A big spinny thing. razor blade thing in the middle of the thing. All the ghosts are around them chanting, and and Tony Shalhoub is supposed to throw himself into this thing, cut himself up. He becomes the thirteenth ghost. Boom! Oculus Infernum, uh, ultimate power for F. Murray Abraham, uh, aka Uncle Sai. But what about? happens is Tony Shalhoub does just jump in, but in a way that he survives. He makes it. He times yes. it perfectly. So yes. none of the big spinny razors. Yeah, gets yeah. Him. And then Tay. No, not Tay Diggs. Uh, <laughs> Rod Digga? Rod Digga. Who's, uh, she's from some rap group. I can't remember. Which I can't remember. She, I, 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 for some reason, I know she's from Newark. Okay. Yeah. What's it called? Because I looked her up and I remembered that. I don't know why. But so, yeah. But so she just starts fucking with the machine, completely destroys it, right? Basically, the, everything blows. There's a huge explosion. No one dies, yeah. right? Except for F. Mary Abraham, who is thrown into the machine, into the spinning blades thing by by the ghosts. Right. Which, again, don't know why that happened. Yeah. Don't know what the motivation was there. Are we yeah. supposed to be rooting for the ghosts? Are they supposed to be free? That's another thing we forgot to mention. The, Gre- the Greenpeace ghost lady. Turns out she was working with Cyrus. Yeah. Don't know why. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, her characteriz- characterization... You, you know why? Because she is so fucking horny for that old Yeah, that's man. the thing. Like, her characterization on a dime yeah. switches from, like, badass environmentalist anti-slavery lady to, like, just simpering fangirl desperate for that dick. Exactly. With Des- no explanation. This movie failed the Bechdel test. You don't know what that means. Well, yeah, it's when it women failed. talk about... It's when women get together and, and don't talk about what they all talk about all the time, which is men. It fails the basic character consistency <laughs> test. Like, not even, like, feminism. Just decent, like, dram- like dramatic consistency. <laughs> Just having an image of myself talking to some woman talking about the Bechdel test, and I'm just going, like, but that's what women talk about. Until you she... mean what you just did? You're having an image of the thing that you just did? Yeah, we get to do it to a woman until she kills me. Then I, yeah. Then you come. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but yeah, probably. Especially if it's Tulsi Gabbard. I remember I was looking at Twitter, and someone was like, I don't understand the appeal of Tulsi Gabbard. I was like, the appeal is, is that I can change her. All right, so yeah, that's that's how. No, oh no, no, the ghosts all get released, which I guess we're happy about. Yeah, I don't know, and then I don't know what I'm supposed to feel about anything other than glad it's over. Yeah, I remember like being like, "Damn, all those ghosts are gonna kill people." But that's not how it ends. How it ends is the next morning, Rod Digger walking through the remains of the house, being like, "I don't get paid enough for this shit." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, really, really hamming up and going, "I'm going back to Newark." Yeah. And then cut to black on that uproarious comic beat. Everyone in this theater just explodes in laughter and applause. Standing ovation. Best movie ever. Yep. Best picture. Rod for Digga s- raps over it. Yes. In a in like a primo like explaining what happened <laughs> in, in the, the movie, movie end credits rap from two thousand one. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 I and I finally came. I was so happy. Wow, what did you think of this movie? So the, la- the last thing, and th- I think this this will be an explanation for this, is just a thing that I wanted to read from the trivia section of IMDb. 
which is just a statement that the special effects and sound mixing were so elaborate in this film that many people claimed that the movie was physically painful to sit through. That is not why they claimed that. What? No, I think that's why they claimed it. What's your problem? That's absolutely why they claimed it. Because if you don't do that... Well, I guess I guess my, my reaction to this movie is just that I was overawed by the complexity of its sound mixing. Because I found it physically painful. That's not true. This was Yeah, it's because of the sound mixing. This is a this is a really bad movie, a colossally ill conceived movie that I still, again, just was so excited to talk about with you with. What do you think? Terrible. Terrible. Really? Awful. But like but this is a great movie to make fun of people with. Like it is like an interesting failure. Like it is it is an eminently mockable movie. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, Which is really the appeal of it. Like, it's bad. It's really bad. But it's... Sometimes bad movies are really fun. No, and that's, and that's the thing. I feel like I've, I've, I've had a lot recently where it is just like... Where it's just like bad movies that suck. And there's nothing to talk about. And we spend like 30 minutes talking about it because there literally is nothing to say other than, damn, that sucked. You know what I mean? And that's all we can do. Yeah, I mean, so this... The, uh, the way I felt about this was the same way I felt about The Wicker Man. Like, it just such a colossal, titanic, misguided failure that, like, you almost have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much to say. It, and, and, and it's so entertaining to just see it, like, it's just horrid, misshapen form. But, like, the last two movies you gave me, like, zombie, like, just total just no zombievers and then what was the other one the haunted mansion just total yeah. total cash-ins like one yeah. basically just like a student film of someone who just doesn't care yeah and like just a studio like corporate cash-in yeah. talk about diarrhea right right yes. it's not even that bad you you literally as you're eating it you expect it yeah you you have forgotten what it tastes like before you have even finished consuming it exactly well like exactly. a movie like this you're like Holy shit! There's like, it, it, see, this is why I knew it would break you. Beca- it didn't break me. Yeah, you're broken. I just you're told broken. you how much I enjoyed it. But, no, you're because broken, yeah. because it feels human. Exactly. Like, this, like which zom- is insane because they're clearly not trying. Zombievers and the haunted mansion feel like fuck ups made by machines. Like something where you just didn't calibrate the machinery yeah. well enough. Like yeah, one just, of those things where it's like, oh, a machine wrote this, like, 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 like an AI. I wrote an AI program and it wrote yeah. this song, but like one it of those was, real it was ones. Programmed to to like, the the assembly line was just programmed to fart stuff out as quick as possible. You know what they are? It's a it's a it's a Dobson Snicket, whatever it's called. Bob Bobson. It's a Bobson Dugnut. Yeah, well, yeah, is that as in like it's just like. Well, no, that was a Japanese guy making stuff up. But as in, like, 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 if you, like, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, no, yeah, it's a machine fucking just like trying its best to replicate humanity. It's just, it's just, you know, someone pushed the the go button on yes, the exactly. conveyor belt and just yep. parted some stuff yep. out, and and no one cared. Yeah, yeah, like if there was a if there was a machine where you could push a button and it would literally produce a right and it would make yeah. a movie that you could just hand out. This movie and The Wicker Man. Feel actually feel more like Bobson Dugnut mm. in that it is a human trying to repl- replicate what humans like 
and colossally failing. Yes, in exactly. a way that is hilarious. Yes, yes. No, no. It, it is a movie that you can that that. That's the thing. That's why, honestly, I'll say, honestly, watch this movie because it. But watch it with friends. Yes, watch it with friends. Yeah, it's a really good movie to watch with friends. You know, and watch it with the lights on because it's pretty spooky. But, but no, 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 no. But it definitely is what because like. And, and, and I really, it's just one of those movies that will transport you back to, like, that early 2000s era, and, and you will get to laugh at a movie that is so fucking... Like, this is a movie that they should honestly do on Riff Tracks, you know what I mean? Or, or like, one of those ones. Like, 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 it's something you could do on that. It's a movie you can talk over, you know oh, what I mean, yeah. while you're watching it. I will, I, I will just... Right? I will like the, Alien. I will have the image of that kid razor scootering away from that Hellraiser burned in my brain for the rest of my life. It's so funny. It's so dumb. And his hair is like all spiked up and shit. Oh, yeah. And he has like a thing with the skeleton on it. And I don't think we really said it enough. That boy is going to be a serial killer. Oh, yeah. 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 Chen Elizabeth's so fire, though. Right. So, so far. I mean, and not to talk about a woman's fire. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Shut the fuck I know. up. It's your favorite thing to say when you're when you're about to disregard your own statement. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We done? I think we're done. All right. What have you been watching? Uh, ooh. So I... On Twitter. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. So I'll, I'll try and go through it quickly. So I watched uh, Dr. Sleep. Um, oh, how was that? So... That's the um, uh, Shining sequel, right? Yes. So it's it's... It's a sequel to The Shining, direct, um, and what I would say is it is better than it should be. Really? Yes. Who's in that again? Um, Rebecca Ferguson, uh, Ewan McGregor plays, so the setup is Ewan McGregor. It's Ewan McGregor. I thought it was, um, what's his name? Um, who's the guy from the town? Uh, Jeremy Renner? Yeah. Oh. You, you, you and McGregor is a better choice, especially for this. Absolutely. Jeremy Renner is, int- like, he's interesting in the town where he's, like, Jeremy Renner is a character actor. They tried to make him a leading man for a long time, and he's way, he, he, he can't do that. He comes off as way too bland. But yeah. you make him, like, an, like a, an unstable Bostonian yeah. bank robber, like, in perfect. the town, great for that. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, definitely, he's definitely not a leading man. Same thing with, uh, you know who else? Uh, uh, um, um, uh, Kamel Nanjiani. Mm. He, yeah. he, he probably works as, like, the buddy in a thing, but he's just way too personally, like, do not put that man in as a lead. I didn't, I did uh, Also, he's on steroids. <laughs> he's absolutely on steroids. Anyway, so, so it, it's better... Saying this to hurt him. Sue me. Sue me, Camille. I'll he's, fight you. He's definitely on steroids. You cannot get that ripped that quickly. Right? Yeah, come the fuck on, bro. Anyway, anyway. But, um... It, by, it is better than it should be. By which I mean, it is... The, the performances are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, like, really, really atmospheric. There are, like, some really, like, the imagery in it in places is, like, really just weird and out there. And, like, it, it's well-directed, I will say. But, Bad lady's a, 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 a hat lady. So that's the thing. It's... it's. But let me look up this hat of hers, because she's called Rose the Hat, right? Yes. So... What type of hat is this? What type of hat are we talking so the come okay you're you're talking over me buddy i'm sorry go ahead i'm gonna look at pictures of her because she's kind of fire oh so you need to put your phone away put your phone away i'm sorry so so but that's that's kind of the thing it's like all this like really well-dressed stuff again like great performances great atmosphere great direction all in service of a story that is fundamentally wrong like it's like 
It's first of all, it is like way too long. Like you just you got how like, long is the movie? It's like two and a half hours. What? Which, which is about how long The Shining is, but it earns its runtime a lot better. Yeah, but it's The Shining. Right. Like th- that's like it's it's two and tw- two hours and twenty minutes of The Shining, and this yeah. you get like forty five minutes of like you and McGregor getting sober. <laughs> like I don't really need in this movie. Like if if you need to include that, like make it a five minute thing. <laughs> and like again, like Ewan McGregor is a good actor. Like he does that well, but like it's oh just not what this movie should be. And like part of what's great about The Shining is like just how like obscure it is in a way. Like the the actual fundamental mechanics of what's happening and what it means are mysterious. Like yeah. I don't totally understand who's getting haunted and by what and why. I yeah. just know that everything is fucking freaky and out there and I am Yeah, in The Shining, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, it's like, nah, it's some hipster witches and they eat souls. (laughs) I mean, Rose the Hat looks like a woman that would break both of our hearts. (laughs) No, I, no, because she looks like she does shit on Etsy. Yeah, okay, okay. She's a fucking Etsy witch. Yeah, that's true, yeah. dumb, just (laughs) Dumb. I'm not. That's a... like an Etsy witch. That's what that hat yeah. looks like. Yeah. I'm... I was trying to place where that hat was, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a woman that sells crystals on Etsy. Yeah. The... I, I am not afraid of anyone who uses crystals for deodorants. Exactly. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Have you ever met anyone like that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've smoked weed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but, like, so all of that is, like, fundamentally flawed. And then the end, when they actually, like, so the setup is Ewan McGregor is playing the son from The Shining as yeah. an adult. But like one, and so like the end is like they go back to the Overlook Hotel. At which point it all just becomes, hey, remember that? Remember that? Remember that? Remember that? Remember that? Oh my God! Do they do they find his like dead body? Um, what's his name? Uh, Jack Nicholson. It's so much worse. They have a guy doing a Jack Nicholson impersonation. What? Yeah, as like a ghost. It's it's mad dumb. And it, again. The scene works better than it should because you and McGregor plays the performance really well. Yeah, he's a good actor. But you're still like, this is fucking stupid. They, they should not be doing this. They should have just had a, a, a present day Jack. What? They should have had a present day Jack Nicholson do it. <laughs> just dementia ridden Jack Nicholson being like, what? <laughs> that would have been. That would have worked though to a degree. You know what I mean? Like. For him and the thing, I think he could have done it. Yeah. How much dimension does he really have? <laughs> I don't like. I don't know. That's one of those things. that's kind of like just like a kind of like an open like, secret yeah. type thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That he has like yeah, yeah. That he just has dementia. But like there are levels of dementia. My grandma has dementia. She remembers some stuff. Yeah. She could probably play. Jane Nicholson. <laughs> Actually, can, no. I think dementia Jack Nicholson. You could be president and have it. Apparently, it's a, bro. He's so powerful right now. I don't even know which one you're referring to. <laughs> Reagan, of course. <laughs> That's so funny that he just had he just had fucking dementia for four years at the height of the Cold War. War with the nuclear football. God, honestly, listen. Whatever you think about the Soviet Union, all right. God bless the Soviet Union because really, the number of stories from that time where it's just like Soviet commanders have to be like. No, let's not fire the missiles. Remember, remember when, like, the worst hot mic incident in the world where 
Ronald Reagan not realizing he was on live national TV he was like, we have started the bombing of Soviet Russia. Yeah. So he was like fucking around on cam, like just having a having a having a good time with the boys. And the Soviets having a sort like with like international relations should not oh, depend like, on an understanding of irony and yeah. hot mics. Exactly. Yeah. Just I'm just imagining the legitimate PTSD. Yeah. Like 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 so many people living in like the Russian Federation and, and in the former Soviet Union must have right now from just having to just just be like, is he kidding? I like, don't the, know. The survival of all life on Earth depended on some apparatchik being yeah. like. I think he was kidding. I think, I'm yeah. pretty sure he yeah. was kidding. Yeah, and it's like, but what if he wasn't? It's like I. Just, just, you need to go with me on this. He's probably kidding. Just the number of Soviet subcommanders that were just like, no, don't, don't fire. I know we're supposed to. Don't, I'll take the heat. Don't worry. Like, and it's like. Oh, Matt, we'll all take the heat. We'll all take the heat. It's, and that's the thing. Like, 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 you know, we're talking about like multiple people, different people. Like too many to name. Too many to know their names. It's, God. Oh, man. Isn't it so cool? Aren't you, so, aren't you legitimately so happy that you were born after all that? Oh, yeah. You imagine you imagine if we were, like, alive during, like, the height of that? You would be... you. I would have had to remove you from this room. Oh, my, I mean, we're still living under threat of extinction. You, humans <laughs> yeah, are yeah, yeah, but it's... Yeah, but it's... We do not have that much longer, man. Oh, yeah, no, but it's a lot more, like, nebulous. It's not just like, oh, it's, it's gonna happen not. like that. No, 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 you know what I mean? I mean, it's... It's a slower, more painful. Exactly, death. that's what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yes. don't know if that's better. <laughs> oh no, it's not. But you can keep pretending that you can kick the can. Yeah. Nuclear shit, you cannot because it's literally just like boop, done. Yeah. One day, whole world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the goddamn jelly bean guy. The goddamn. I why is so much shit? You, you know, there's like literally an organization that's sole purpose is to name shit after him. Anyway, Doctor Sleep. Anyway. It's fine. I guess. Again, it's better than it should be. I haven't seen the original Shining, so I should probably see that first. Absolutely. Yeah. Do not start with Dr. Sleep. <laughs> I not start with Dr. Sleep. But, Rose the Hat looks kind of fire. But I have to talk about a woman's body. Shut the fuck up. So then I, I also started watching The Haunting of Hill House, cause it, which is actually directed by the same guy, Mike Flanagan. I, I've heard it's like really good. Yeah, so I mean, with that, he is working with better source material. It's based yeah. on a Sir Shirley Jackson novel. I haven't read oh. that I haven't read that one, but she's a she's a great writer. Um, she's the one uh, with Shirley Jackson and the um, the Olympians, right? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! I hate you so much. She wrote the lottery, and we've always lived in the castle. Which is yeah, a- and they shoot horses, don't they? I'm going to throw you off of a mountain. <laughs> I'll live. I'm going to carry you up the slopes. And then toss yeah. you down a precipice. She said, release the Kraken! That's her, right? So again, you... you it's, it's Shirley it, Jackson. It's it's as atmospheric and mm-hmm. as fucking Doctor Sleep, but with you know, this better story. So it's good. That's that's all I'm getting out of it. It's like, what, what, what are you talking about? Hour-long episodes? 30 yeah. Episodes? I haven't finished it, but first, you've seen the first few. I've it's, heard it's like really scary. It's got its moments, yeah. yeah. But like, it... I like I like his style of horror because he goes more for creepy than like ah yeah I think that's so much better no because that, that's what sticks with you 
unnerved. Yeah. 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 Like, when, when, when you were walking to the bathroom in a dark house alone, the thing that gets you is not, ah, jump yeah. scares. It's, I'm unnerved. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I don't the, want, I don't want to see a pair of yellow eyes looking out of a shadow at me. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. My, yeah, my, my life took a really interesting turn after, like, I went to Haiti because, like, yeah, I saw, like, 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 like one-legged children play soccer, right. which is, like, that was unnerving. They, what, it didn't scare me. It right. was like, right, right, and like, and like, and like, uh, this policeman smiling at me with a battery acid thrown all over him, and yeah. it was, and that's the thing. Just these people, these horribly disfigured people, just trying to live their life, and just, just, it was. Well, that's not. I think I might. That just might be a little bit of trauma, but not the point. Point is, is that unnerving is so much because everything is because it's a, a jump scare will get you a jump scare a jump scare. You know what it is? It's 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 a little it's a little quick it's a little quick it's a little quick reflex hit. action. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that's like, dude, like I could give that to you just by hiding Murray. In here. Well, I will say it, it does take craftsmanship to set up an effective jump scare. That isn't but, just like because I mean look at look at the fucking lawyer getting cut in half in thirteen ghosts. Like it's not scary. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But like it's not effectively set up. Like you have again you have to prime people for it. Yeah, exactly. You can't just yeah. have the thing. You have to craft yeah. a scene. The um the jump scare at Mulholland Drive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's like a perfectly crafted jump scare. Also, that's what that, that is what it is. That's a jump scare. But it's also deeply, deeply unnerving. unnerving. It checks both those boxes. It does. Yeah. It's God, David Lynch. Yeah. The the God. Okay, so real quick, last one. Just yesterday yesterday was my birthday when we were recording this. So I came yeah. home from work and just wanted to you know, just just revisit a favorite. So vibe. Yeah, so I rewatched Fargo. Um, oh, like the original? The movie Fargo? Yeah. Yes. Okay, not the TV show? Not the TV. TV show is solid. It's, it's different. Like, a little hit or miss. But, like, it's it's an interesting vibe. Like, in the, the Coen brothers are, like, very... Despite being... Like, they have their cartoonish impulses, but on the whole are, like, kind of... They're kind of understated at the same... Or restrained, is a better yeah. way to say it. Like, they don't... They, they Again, they, they can get cartoonish, but generally don't go over the top with it. Yeah. Like... The TV show Fargo is very maximalist. It's like someone whose like idea is always just like step on the gas, step on the yeah. gas, step on the gas, and like generally it generally works, but like it is a like a noticeably different vibe at the mm-hmm. same time. But the original like perfect movie. Don't even really need to talk about it for that. Never long seen the whole thing. It's a perfect movie. Mm. I, it's just one of my favorites. I don't know why, but the last few years, just the thing I have decided to do on my birthday is just rewatch a Coen Brothers movie. The, I love their movies. Last year's Miller's Crossing, also oh. pretty close to a perfect movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Miller's Crossing, I have seen. Yeah, Miller's Crossing was one of those movies I saw like when I was like young too, and I saw it and was just like, damn. <laughs> Look into your heart. Yeah. Look at dude that when he does it the second time and then yeah. he goes bow. Yeah. Oh my god, so fucking good. It's it's I said I was talking my my dad and I were talking about Coen's Brothers movies recently. Because my dad and I's conversations range from, like, just deranged and insane because we're just two psychos that are just, like, like I'm, like, like, like folks, like, like, like for those of you who never met my dad, I am a more muted version of my father, yeah. basically, which is insane. But so, but so, like, but so, like, we were talking, and, 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 and I said this thing about Miller's Crossing, and I think it, I think it is basically spot on. Miller's Crossing is, like, if, like, The Untouchables was actually, like, a good movie. 
You know what I mean? Which I, I, I no, hold on, hold on. I like the Untouchables, but like, bro, you have Kevin Costner in the in the leading role. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. It's like if you made like a like a like a like almost like an like like an like an like a perfect version of the Untouchables. You know what I mean? The Untouchables is a good movie. It is a fun movie. You want you eat your is, popcorn while you watch it. It is going for something different than Miller's Crossing. Well, I haven't seen Miller's Crossing in a very long time, so maybe I'm wrong. But who knows? But I mean, I love the Untouchables though. Untouchables is a good movie. One of Kevin Costner's few good movies. I mean, it's a Brian De Palma movie. Like, there's there's stuff going on there. Like, I mean, Brian De Palma has made some shitty movies, but like, ha- is just one of those guys who has a real sense of filmmaking. So, like, even when he is making a like, you know, it is kind of a a popcorny movie. Yeah. You know, it, it's you know, it's an adaptation of like a cheesy old TV show. Yeah. But like, is also like aware of the tropes it's playing with, yeah. and is like playing with them, and injects like real, th- like it's got a fucking battleship Potemkin reference in it. Like, you know, it's there's like wait like, where, the carriage scene. The, the, oh where? yeah 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 yeah. The, like, oh I know. Baby <laughs> carriage never, going down the steps. I yeah. Literally never put that together. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, Miller's Crossing again is like a. It's a subtler, it's a subtler thing. You know, it's like. It's kind of a movie about two dudes who can't admit they want to fuck each other. Oh, you know what I just realized what I was thinking of? Literally, the only thing that's similar is that it's, it's a Prohibition era. <laughs> Prohibition era gangster movies. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, right. that's, a, that's a certain amount of shared DNA. But, like, yeah. again, like, a, like, just a good way of putting what the Coen brothers are doing is to look at, like, Francis McDormand in Fargo. That is a character that could be so cartoonish. Yeah. And, like, really walks up to the line of it. Like, she's got that fucking accent, the big Minnesota stuff. But, yeah. like, but it is so subtle at the same time. Like, you can tell, like, from scene to scene how, like, how the char- both the character and Frances McDormand are using the, like, Minnesota nice thing. Yeah. Because she, like, she... She knows in certain scenes that she can like play that as a performance. Like the the character knows that like she can put that on so that people will underestimate her and reveal more to her than they think they should because they you know she's she's a cop but like she, oh she's just this nice Minnesota lady we can tell we can give her a little bit of a little bit of dirt you know we, she'll we'll get away with it. You ever, you ever talk to someone who talks like that? Yeah, but I'm still talking. Oh. But <laughs> but like. I like you better than I like you better when you didn't know how to deal with me. <laughs> but, but like so, but the so it's the character she has like she has to play a character who is put, playing a performance and like let you know both that she is like using like that that she's doing this thing, but also she has an ulterior motive when she's doing it. Like that that is a difficult line to thread. Yeah, yeah. she sells that, and like that's like. That is a level of, like, simultaneously, like, cartoonishness and subtlety that, like, very few other filmmakers can pull off. And very few other actresses. She's, I mean, she earned her fucking Oscar. Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. Really, like, like, like I, I haven't seen all of Fargo, but I've seen, like, like, like a lot of it. You know what I mean? Right? Mm-hmm. I think up until, like, uh, like, 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 you're a fucking liar. You know, yeah. like that. Yeah. That, right? And then him just being, like, we're not a bank, Jerry. Like, yeah, yeah I've seen, like, that. Uh, so whatever that is, what is that? That's like halfway through. That's like a half, half hour in. Okay, well then. Oh, was, did, did you even gotten to Frances McDormand? Because she did not show up for a half hour. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. I remember the uh, the uh, the uh, license plate DLR. Yeah. Uh, I think it 
think that's a dealer license plate there. But even that is so subtly written because she like she corrects her coworker on his police work and then immediately like follows it up with a joke because she feels bad about making him feel bad. Yeah. Like it, it's it's just it's real good, man. It's no, just, it, yeah. it's so well written, so well acted. The half hour of it I've seen it was really good. <laughs> is that infuriating to you that I'm never gonna watch half an hour of a perfect movie that just be like, yeah, I'm gonna watch something else. I, I know who you are. That's like, true. Not, not everyone has to share my obsessions. Mm, everyone has to share mine, though. <laughs> What's it called? You ready for what I've been watching? Yeah, what have you been I've watching? actually watched a lot of movies. Okay. Divorce is treating you well. It really is. Sorry, I just got another picture of Rose the Hat. She's supposed to be scary? Kind of, yeah. This is a, folks, this is a dumb hat. Rose <laughs> the Hat? Yeah. Rose the hat? Why is she the hat? Why not the witch? I have I have never read any Stephen King. It seems like he might kinda suck. Uh he's like one of those at, guys. He's at very at very least one of those guys who just farts out so much shit that like there's gonna yeah. be I mean there's gonna just, it's it's gonna it's, it's gonna be hit or miss. Hit or miss splatter everywhere. Exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. He's 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 like uh He's like a he's like a David Ortiz where he is just swinging for the fence. Like, and David Ortiz also struck out a lot. You know what I mean, right? Right. But like, yeah, but like when he hits, he hits. No. You know what I mean? And that's the thing you gotta give. It, and also just the sheer volume of shit he's writing. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 he's completely carved out like his own um, uh, way of writing. Now here's the thing, folks. You you hear me saying all this? You figure, wow, I didn't know Matt's read so much Stephen King. Not read one of his books. Literally, <laughs> this is all just stuff people have said. I'm just repeating it. Don't yeah. know if it's true. All what have you been watching? What's it called? Also, I was a Red Sox fan, and he's a Red Sox fan, so I like him for that. Uh, I watched. Really? I didn't know he was from New England because he never. He never it mentions it. I know you yeah. wouldn't know. So, first movie I watched was uh, the De- the Devil and in- no the the Blood and Black Lace. Oh yeah, which I watched. Yeah, yeah, which you watched. Yeah, yeah. You uh, took my recommendation. I did take your recommendation, and again, Rob was like spot on with what I, I mean, said. It. Yeah, it's a bunch of like models getting killed by like a GQ fucking like 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 it's very cool like but what's what's cool is it like it like it's like that and like giallo generally feels like like the point where one genre becomes another genre because it, it seemed like it it almost the way it's structured is almost like a whodunit yeah but like it's like playing up the like the sex and violence where it makes like yes that the appeal of it more than the like than yeah. the actual solving of the crime yeah which feels almost incidental yeah where you're like you see like Agatha Christie shit transitioning into like okay the appeal is actually the like the action it, it is so this is it so I was because I was talking to my dad about this because I was just like damn I guess there's no haze code in fucking in, yeah. in, in goddamn Italy because this is a movie this is an old, this is a movie from 1964 yeah this is an old movie my dad was four years old my mom wasn't my mom was nine like my my parents were small children when this movie came out and this movie has some of the most gruesome murders in a yeah. movie I've ever seen. Like, when Rob said these are gruesome murders, I was like, yeah, okay, buddy, what, 1964? Like, oh, like, what happens? Like, oh, no, my pantyhose fell down. I died of embarrassment. Whatever the fuck <laughs> they were doing in 1964. Bro, a woman gets her face burned to death in yes. this goddamn movie. Yeah. Like, it's like, holy shit. And literally, I watched it with my dad, but I was like, yeah, you wouldn't die of that. But <laughs> you can't watch a movie. You can't watch anything. I don't know why. I think I watched all of these movies. Actually, yeah, all the movies I watched this week, I watched with my dad. Which, which was a wonderful experience for us to get to kind of like relive doing that. It's like, it's like, 
That's mm. literally how my father and I bonded yeah. growing up was we would watch like horrible movies together. Yeah. Like every time I'm like, oh, I saw it in the theater. Yeah, I saw it with him. <laughs> Insane. But, uh, but although he always he always fell asleep during <laughs> I just watched, me and my brother's watching a movie alone Well, he would just be like, loudly <laughs> Like, this is the one place he could get a rest. Because I am sure that raising three of of you guys, three just, of us, three of us, again, me and my brothers each like 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 literally less than two years between all of us. Mm-hmm. So we're all like the almost the same age, and we're all just like I think Robin did perfectly. We're all like 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 we all have like three main characteristics, and we all just are like the champions of each one. Mm-hmm. Just three exhausting children to raise. Yes. I literally can't. While also working nights at a hospital. Yep. Just, I'm, I'm, he's a very tired man. Yes. But anyway, yeah. But so I watch all these with him. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the Devil in Black Lace, Blood and Black Lace, whatever it's called. <laughs> What's it called? No, it, it really is just like, it is gruesome slasher movie, like like Friday the 13th almost level shit. Yeah. yeah but right. everyone is like a model. But everyone is like a model, and like and like and like and like the killer is like legitimately very menacing, mm-hmm. and very because like yeah because like and looks honestly such a good look for a killer. He looks so cool. Yeah, I mean the like again just incredible production design. Yeah, yeah. Like, just every every set oh, every colors, costume looks great. The colors yeah. in this man, I was like, ooh, these colors, these are great. Yeah, and just like and 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 what's cool is. Bro, what's it called? It's all in English, like not like dubbed even. Yeah. What's it called? It's all just in English because uh, you know. They're like more money that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so much more money. Yeah, and 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 it really is just like every part about it. I love this movie. It was a great movie, beautiful movie, and you're a beautiful man for recommending it to there me. You go. It really, it really is like folks like see this fucking movie. It's a good movie. It's uh, what's it called? I think it's uh, it's it's streaming on Prime, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I got it off of um, one of my subscriptions on there, but 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 it's on Prime. A uh, 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 devil in black lace, blood and black lace, <laughs> blood and black lace. It's called. Next movie I watched, uh, uh, uh was the young and prodigious TV Tia Spivet. You ever heard of it? The name sounds kind of familiar. What's what's the deal with that one? It's about this fucking nerdy ass kid whose brother like dies in an accident, but he's like he's like a, a genius inventor who at like the age of like fucking like ten invents like like a perpetual motion machine. It's based oh. on like a young adult novel. Okay. Right. Was this something you watched with your kids? No, this is something I watched with my father. Okay. <laughs> at his at his recommendation, uh yeah no yeah and then he like has to like he basically like hobos his way. This 10-year-old runs away from home and hobos his way across the country to D.C. to accept the Baird Award at the Smithsonian for, again, inventing the perpetual motion machine, right? Which can basically, he basically solves the energy crisis and global warming in, like, one fell swoop by 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 inventing a machine that can, like, that you can basically... You, right, this is the, a French-Canadian movie with Helen Bonham Carter. Exactly. This, this sounds very precocious. Yes. Oh, boy, it was so precocious. And I just kept saying, oh, fuck you, this movie, over and over again. My dad was like, wait, you didn't like it? And I was like, no, but come on. Because it's literally, cause like, I literally just kept saying, like, wait, because he makes it all the way to the Smithsonian, right? They're like, you're a 10-year-old? And then they're like, oh, my God, this is going to be a huge story. Which is like, yeah, 
of course it is. Yeah, a ten-year-old basically solved a huge story. If anyone did that, exactly. A huge story if anyone did it. Let alone a ten-year-old, right? Right, and then like, right, and then they like give him this procedures warrant and everything, and then his mom is like off to the corner, like, like, and like walks. It's like, it's like literally, it's just like, no. If it was my kid, I'd be like, holy shit, my kid, give me my kid. They like take away the kid. It's just, it's an insane movie. It makes no sense. Written by a moron. What's it called? Bitch, stupid. Bel- they're all French and Belgian. They can all suck my dick. This movie sucked. It was stupid. It was so stupid. Don't even let your kids watch it. Maybe you like it. I, mean, I don't know. This is the guy who made Delicatessen in the City of Lost Children, but also Alien Re- Resurrection and Amelie. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All I know is, all I know is it, it, it sucked. It was bad. It was stupid. It was like one of those movies where like, yes, did it make me cry at one point? Yes. But every movie makes me cry at some point. I'm an easy crier at this point. Ever since I had kids, I've become a softie. What's it called? Even though I am a hardened warrior. What's it called? Yeah, this movie sucked ass. It was so stupid. It's it, Reef Larson. If I ever find you, buddy, I am going to get so much sushi comped. You have no idea. We'll just stop saying stuff. Like All right, I'm gonna go to the Mandalay Bay, and we're gonna we're gonna life's a gamble, and buddy, the house always okay. wins. Okay. Anything else? <laughs> you like that? Anything else? Uh, the movie Close. Close. What's it? It's an action thriller directed by Vicky Jusin, not Jewison. Juicin. Okay, important to specify. Very important. To, which, honestly, just looking at that name, I'm just staring at the name. It's J-E-W-S-O-N, which part of me, I'm just like, I don't know why, but it feels anti-Semitic that you're named that, but I can't say why. Starring the inimitable, the, one of the greatest, I just, oh, my future wife, uh, uh, Numi Rapace. What's mm. it called? God, she, so, what's it called? Um, what's it called? It's, it, it's based on... Uh, this woman who's one of the world's leaning female bodyguards who's guarded, uh, like J.K. Rowling, Nicole Kidman, members of the British royal family, probably a whole bunch of pedophiles. But anyway, yeah, it's basically, basically it's this character, it's this movie, um, it's a Netflix movie. Uh, uh, it is, uh, Numi Rapace, uh, and she, or Numi Rapace, uh, d- d- change how I pronounce my future wife's name so many times. Because, you know, it doesn't matter because her name is going to be, uh, 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 Numi, my last name. Uh, any day now. Anyway, Numi, I don't care about how much older you are than me and the fact that you live in a different country and are richer than me. Baby, I'm right here. Anyway, uh, what's it called? She's so fire. Anyway, but yeah, no, yeah, she's just like a badass female bodyguard protecting this like rich kid that like kills a cop and like, but like the cops are trying to kill them and it's like, it's actually, actually a pretty good action movie. What's it called? Numi Rapace is great. She's, it, it, it's, it's like, I give this like a solid B B minus. You know so what I mean? That's kind of Netflix's lane. Yeah. Like their whole deal is we're gonna give you like It's set in like Morocco and it's a lot of kind of like ah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that type. Yeah. So we're we're gonna give you eight billion just like fine things a year mm-hmm. and then like yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have like one movie that's gonna make an Irish like a like a an Oscar play. Yeah. So like once a year we'll give you the Irishman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give you the Irishman and we'll release it in like thirty theaters so that we check For a box one week to make it like get it just over the line in terms of like Oscar qualification. And then just and and that's the thing. The funny thing they will never win an Oscar because the Oscar people hate them so much for it. I and, hope so. And, and that's what I've heard. I've heard like in Hollywood, there, Netflix know, movies is hated yeah because because netflix's idea is we want to end 
the movie experience. We want to be movies. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, because they're a startup. And yeah, like, yeah. like every other startup, they're going for monopolization. Exactly, yes. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least Amazon is honest enough that Amazon's just like, yeah, no, we're not putting these out in theaters. We're putting it up on Prime. No, 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 no. Amazon, Amazon... Does Amazon do it too? No, Amazon's model, for the most part, is they go to, like, Sundance, like every other studio. They buy a movie, they put it out in theaters, and then just the thing is, they just stream it exclusively on Amazon after that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they do occasionally do, like... Like, I don't know, fucking Troop Zero or whatever that, like, just goes straight on Amazon, but I don't think anyone's going to see that anyway. Yeah. Like, I mean, Manchester by the Sea was an Amazon movie. Like, played in theaters and won Oscars. It was just, you know, it's streamed on Amazon. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But at least they're not, like, I don't know, there's something to me so much more evil. Because, like, Amazon's just an evil company, but, like, Netflix is, like, an evil company full of shitty people. Right? You know what I mean? Right, right? Because it's, like, because, like, because that thing, I'm just, like, ah, ah, we... Technically released a movie. Right. Give us the Oscar. Versus Amazon's just like, no, we have more money than fucking God, so, yeah, we're just going to buy the Oscar. You know what I mean? We're just going to buy the Oscar movie. You know what I mean, right? They don't, you know, they just they just throw, they just they just buy the movie, and then the movie gets an Oscar. Versus, like, Netflix is like, huh? They're being sneaky about it. I mean, but... They're being real shysty about it. At the same time, Roma and the Irishman are masterpieces. I haven't seen either one of them. Irishman's way too fucking long. Everyone says I should see that because I'm a big union guy. And I'm just like, listen, you want me to say Jimmy Hoffa did nothing wrong? I'll say it right now. Jimmy Hoffa did nothing wrong. The only thing Jimmy Hoffa did that was wrong was that he kicked the communists out of the Teamsters. Should have kept the communists in the Teamsters because they would have really added to the muscle for the fucking... Listen, everyone thinks communists are wusses, but back then they weren't. Now most people who call themselves that are. No, the one thing he does wrong is give the worst performance in that movie. What? Al Pacino gives the worst performance in that movie. Al Pacino's not a good actor. Oh, he is. He just decided no. to become a totally different type of actor. No, he's not a good actor. That does, like, I, he's good at what he does, but I don't... He's good at being Al Pacino. I don't think he's a good actor, but I think Al Pacino okay. works in certain roles. What, what... Have you seen him in anything prior to, like, 1995? Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah, he's great in that. Yeah, exactly. Playing Al Pacino. Hoo-ha! But that I mean that's the thing. He became that. He wasn't always that. He was Yeah, he was always kind of that. Scarface. Again, that's a later role. What's it called? But he he was much subtler earlier on and then at a certain point transitioned into big What's theatrical cruising? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Watch so, out for that yellow bandana, baby. You're gonna get wet. Alright, anything else? No. What am I watching? I haven't decided yet. You go first. Okay, so... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. see close. It's fine. Okay. It's It's been a long... I, I, I'm glad that we did this. I have enjoyed this whole horror movie thing, but it's been kind of a... You know... It's been a, it's been a long, dark, dour month. Like, I am excited. I, I, I could just use a, like, a palate cleanser. I am going to give you... A French slapstick comedy. You're getting playtime. Woo! Yeah. yeah, buddy. That's on the Criterion channel. Okay, so now I definitely know what I'm giving you. Okay. You're getting Hubie Halloween. Oh, fuck you. We've already done Sandler. You well, Okay, okay, okay. Okay, then you know what? In a first... No, 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 no. In a first, I'm going to do this. My podcast, too. I can make these calls. <laughs> it's called a power play. Okay. First, I'm going to give you an option. Okay. Do you want to watch 
Hubie Halloween, which is a Halloween themed slapstick with Adam Sandler. Okay. But in this thing, we oh no 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 we did Zohan. That's right. Okay. Or. You got a, sh- you got a terrible little. Do you want to do national security? With Martin Lawrence. So. So it's two movies that we've done before, basically. Yeah. Um, There's no way for you to win because I feel like it fits in. Let's do a comedy episode. Which one do you want to do? Okay, I, let's just stick with the original. Let's do Hubie Hall. Wait, hold on, hold on. Before I make my my decision, I'm going. Let me do a quick Google. There's an important piece of information I need to get here. Give me one second. I'm gonna just look this up real quick. Okay. Uh, hold on. Hold on. They're both on Netflix, so you have no that's, excuse. That's not, that's not the piece of information I was looking for. Um, it's got to be here somewhere. I don't know it's why it's not coming up. Um, what the fuck? Where's the runtime? What? <laughs> See, they're both tight 90s. I don't believe that. Yeah, it's probably, probably, probably true. I don't believe Adam Sandler has an editor anymore. Oh, that's, that's 142. Hubie Halloween is 142. National Security is 148. Hubie Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so... Yeah, goddamn. All right. Playtime is like two and a half hours. You it's, son of a bitch. It's insane how long it is for like a... Just like... What is wrong with them? Like, it's it's literally just like a series of bits. Like, there's not even a plot. <laughs> but it's two and a half hours long. The French! God damn it. Yeah. All right, join us next week for National Security and Hubie Halloween and, and Slap. <laughs> That's all wrong. It's playtime. I'm and- deciding you two movies. I will throw you off a cliff again. <laughs> I will go down from the cliff to pick you up and bring you back up and throw you off again. All right, well, you had National Security week after, so I don't know what to tell you. All right, so join us next week for Matt's on-air murder and Playtime by Jacques Tati and Hubie Halloween by Noah. This is a three-hour podcast. It's always a three-hour podcast. This has become a norm because the world is hell and we are long-winded. Fuck me. Good night. Special order. When you read it, I thought it was clear. What was it? Bring back life form. Priority one. All other priorities rescinded. How do we kill it, Ash? There's gotta be a way of killing it. How how do we do it? We can't. Bullshit. You still don't understand what you're dealing with, do you? Perfect organism. Its structural perfection is matched only by its hostility. You admire it. I admire its purity. 
Mr. Raven. Well clothed. Never too early for Dr. Pepper.